Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, December 31st, 2022. It is just after 3 UTC. I'm Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Hello. <laughs> now, Yvonne, explain your environment because it's, it's, it's noisier than usual. So just explain why that is. It's a zoo. That's just I, why, zoo. why am I going to explain You are in Puerto Rico? Mm-hmm. With family? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a zoo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I was not planning on being here. What, you were planning on being back in like a hotel room or something and instead you're at somebody's house? No, uh, I, 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 I probably would have uh, better liked to be, well, I mean, right now I wouldn't be recording a podcast from my bed. I, I, I would rather be um, at, at, at home, but um, uh, there was, uh, there, there was... Um, there was a trip organized that uh let's just say i i had fully expected that we would be only three of us here at, at, at this beach house where we are right now and uh we are seven <laughs> okay um so that wasn't um uh when we planned uh the date and time for this that that was not um uh that, that that wasn't part of the plan. You just had extra people like deciding they're coming. Well, uh, uh, not not exactly. What what happened was is that they uh, the uh, <laughs> sight unseen booked an Airbnb, and I guess most people do that, so that's uh-huh. not that big problem. I, I mean, I you see the, the pictures thing, on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Airbnb, I mean, traveling, planning travel to a location one has never been to is complicated. Especially if you don't know the geography. Mm -hmm. So um, people think, okay, we're going to Puerto Rico. Well, they look at the map, Puerto Rico is a small island, okay? But Puerto Rico may be a small island, but it doesn't mean that you can get from one into the other in like 30 minutes. Okay. Right. Um, you know, um, and even some distances are long, um, you know, from the Island is a hundred miles from East to West and 30 miles from North to South. But look, the center of the Island has mountains and they're, they're not, you know, 10,000 foot mountains. But they can get up to about four thousand feet, so it's not exactly, it's not very, it's, it's not super high, but it's not low either. Okay, right, right, okay. Um, so that makes crossing the island um, more difficult. You have to pick your spots. There's a couple of highways that go and cross, and so um, you know, so you've got those, but you know, in in some instances, um. The straight line is, it may be faster, but 
it's a very treacherous, windy road. Gotcha. Okay. Um, whereas you could go more indirect and get on a highway. It'll take you longer, but it's a lot safer than an extremely narrow mountain, narrow winding road. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's a, that, that, that's a thing. Um, and that and, somehow um, resulted in you having more people. Yeah. Well, y- yes, because originally what person booked this, uh, this place and when they got there for it, I actually, the first moment I saw it, I, I actually mentioned it to them, and I think they realized that when they got here was it was extremely far away. Gotcha. It, it was so far away that it was just not. So they bailed useful. out of that place and joined you instead. I, I yeah, because they actually got here a day before we got here, and they got to the place. Okay, the location was a problem in terms of distance, but I thought at least that maybe it's a nice place. Maybe but it wasn't nice or something. No, it was on top of this major roadway. Think of like if you, uh, you know, got something that was on a first floor level right off of US one uh, mm-hmm. near a downtown on the East Coast. Gotcha. And and but even busier than that. It's okay. closer to like traffic, like on I ninety five. Makes sense. And and um, one thing that I haven't been here in like regular houses in a long time, I realize that um, the windows that a lot of people here use uh, houses here are very sturdy for the most part. People realize that the damage from hurricanes. When you're looking at it over here, and I was looking at some of the stuff. Is from landslides uh, in certain places. Okay, that you know, wa- you know, bridges being washed away in certain places because of massive flooding, the power being cut out, the water being cut out. Um, it wasn't people's houses being blown down, and there was some flooding. D- d- that was the problem. But people's houses being blown down is not that much of a factor because it's like this house where we're staying and like. Most houses here are typically concrete outside walls, a concrete roof. And but the one thing is that they use for hurricane durability, which is extensively used, okay, is metal windows. Now, what I'm talking about a metal window is it's a window that um, has like these slats that you can open and close, okay, by, tr- by turning a knob. And they are metal, Okay. And so when you, you know, when it's open, you can see out, get air, maybe it may have a, you know, you may have a, a, a screen on it so you can let air in. Or some people, if they're air conditioned, what they will have is like a plastic screen on it. So you can get light in, okay? Uh, but, but, you know, you have the room with AC, okay? But the one thing is when you close those windows, okay, and you close them mostly for light or for protection in the hurricane, they don't isolate noise at all. I mean, the noise comes through like God. loud and clear from the outside. And so if you're part, if you're right by a major road, wait, you hear it the whole time. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. And, and, if there, and if it's a road like that, uh, you know, one of the things we're looking at around here is people playing stereos at extremely 
Oh my god, I forgot how loud. Okay, okay. The stereos we, that people had here. We we got Holy a long show. We got a long show to go, Yvonne. So the bottom get line is. So, um, bottom line is that. Uh, oh well, well, part of the it is also because of some visa issues and some flight cancellations. Only half the people that were going to the other place made it here. Okay. So anyway, they're staying with you, so you have a big crowd of people. Got it. Correct. Okay, so the point, and, anyway, and I, I just wanted I, to set I'm, the I'm, atmosphere I'm, of why it's noisy. The atmosphere. Yeah. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Ooh. The ambiance. The ambiance. Should I light anyway, some candles? Anyway, this is the My annual prediction too. show. I'm going to turn on some lights and I'm going to put on some candles. How about okay, some okay. sage? You know, the production Perhaps. show is usually one of our longest shows of the year, and it's already late for you there. Don't you want to get started? I, I would like to get this over with, like, as soon as possible. Okay, so let's get started. Uh, this is the annual prediction show. Uh, we generally... Five. Ha- five? That's my what? first prediction. Five. Oh. Uh, we've got the following sections. We've got politics, we've got international, we've got economy, we've got technology, and we've got hodgepodge. And so those are our major sections. Uh, and okay, we are so gonna... I didn't make it in a, in, a, in, a, in a statement. What is five? This is not like Jeopardy. Okay. No. And... Okay, never mind. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't so know. We, okay, we are right, trying so to get started start. here, Yvonne. We are? Okay, all right, good. So well, yes. how do we get started? So I am introducing what we are doing, and then we are just going to jump right into the politics. Um, and just as a reminder, what we do is a year and a week later, we review these predictions. So next week, we're going to review our 22, per, 22, our 2022 predictions and see how we did. Uh, we always hold ourselves accountable in that way. Uh, this Normally, most years we've, you know, m- almost all of the predictions have just been stuff that Yvonne and I have, whatever. Uh, this time, we did this last year as well, but only had a few. This year, we asked people to chime in and make their suggestions, and we had lots of suggestions, actually. Um, I have added some of my own uh, for a few places where I thought there were gaps and things that we could predict. Um, but as we go through these, we will credit the people who asked uh, us to predict various things. So did we figure out the person that we didn't know the name of? Well, there were a couple people who didn't sign their lines. I kind of figure they were actually the same people that did the others and they just forgot to sign a couple lines. But, you know, we don't know, I guess, because like when I was adding some of my own, I forgot to sign some of my own and had to go back to do them, too. It's easy to forget Like if you're adding a whole bunch to put your name on everyone. Okay. All right. So So, shall we start? So what do we get started? Yeah. Okay, four politics number one. This is from Jonathan. Will and and this one I think should be broken up. He says, "Will Trump and DeSantis both withdraw from the race? Do one at a time. Will Trump withdraw from the presidential race in 2023?" No, I agree. No, he's is not going to withdraw. Uh, Now the DeSantis question. DeSantis hasn't officially said he's running. So right. this question is sort of two parts. So first of all, will DeSantis announce that he's running for president? I'm going to say yes. 
I will say yes as well. It seems like Trump is weak enough that he will do that. Okay, so then the follow-up is assuming, and this is a conditional, so it'll only count if the first one was true, assuming DeSantis does join the race, will he withdraw before the end of 2023? No. I will agree, no. I think he's in and he's going to... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's not going to be one of these cases where he bows out before we get to, well, whatever are the first states, because they're not, you know, there's this whole, like, it, theoretically, it's not going to be Iowa and New Hampshire, but there's a lot that has to happen before that's final anyway. So, Will okay. Will Kane run again? Isn't he dead? Well, I mean, so I guess the answer is no. Okay, I will agree. Herman Cain will not run again. He is dead, right? Okay. I'm remembering Sorry. that correctly. Yep. Okay. Yep. Of COVID. Yes. <sighs> yes. So he's not going to run again. No. No. Okay, next is from James R. <laughs> will any poll show cinema leading in a three-way race in Arizona? Will any poll show cinema leading in a three-way race? So wait, that, when is that this race? For Senate in Arizona, so that she has declared oh, she's not it, a is Democrat. Is the primary okay? Um, the, the primary when is that would election? Not, the, the primary for that race would not be until twenty twenty four. But there, this is asking about polls and would they show her leading? So presumably there there already have been some polls mm. on this. Man, I'm going to um, say yes. I'm going to say no. I think she. If you end up in a situation where there's a Republican, a Democrat, and cinema, um, I think at best she's second in that race and probably third. But I do well, not think any The question is whether there her. is a poll where she will lead. Yes. Not that I the mean, average so it, it, has her leading or wh- right, whether exactly. it's a single poll. So I'm saying that it's, it's yeah, I think that there might be a poll that will show her leading. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say no. All right. Okay. Um, okay. And, and, and this also presupposes that we, well, it presupposes people will pull the three-way race, which I'm sure they will. We don't know yet no, whether there actually yeah. will be a three-way race or whether the Democrats will decide their best hope in the Senate is to sit this out and let it be cinema versus Republican. Hmm. So, but, but I'm sure people will be pulling the three-way race. They already have. Let's I'm not sure drag it out any longer than we need to. Okay. All right. Will Biden officially announce he's running? Also from James R. Yes. Agree. Yes. Okay, next, in the interest of moving it along, uh, will any poll show a challenger to Biden with more than 25% support using the 538 polling averages? Also from James R. Uh, Any challenger with more than 25% support? No. I agree, no. And again, this is specifically using 538 as the polling aggregator. Uh, I I agree, no. Okay. Uh, And then one for me. Uh, Will, on on 538, will Biden's net approval be positive at any time in the year? Not in 2023, no. Um, I'm going to agree. Not in 2023. Uh, I mean, it's just... We're too polarized. That is, it's not going to happen. Because, and, and also, you got to remember. I, I expect. Okay, I'll add. You know, you know. But the thing is, yeah, I can't make this prediction. I well, I do expect is something that I can't predict for this show because twenty twenty four. I expect that to happen in twenty twenty four. Gotcha. 
well, you, you save that for next year. Uh, but I will right. say the, the part of the problem is that net approval, disapproval includes not only you know Republicans who hate Biden and all Democrats, but also Democrats who are disappointed with Biden. Uh, right. the, the second category may never, ever vote for a Republican, but they still add to the negative rating. So I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, next up, James R. again. Will Democrats regain the lead at any point on the 538 generic ballot? Uh, for Congress? For Congress. I'd say Yes. I think that will happen because I think the Republicans are going to be such a shit show this year that the Democrats are going to look good by comparison. Okay. I agree. Next up. um, How many ballots will the speaker of the house vote take? Uh, Okay. Well, how, you know, what's been, you know, any, any, I, I'm not sure what a number is. Any guidance on what anybody so that has we, struggled to get it? Where we are um, so far is that the Republicans have 200, uh, 222 seats, I believe. No, 222? I think it's 222, 224. Uh, 220, yeah, something like that. Uh, something. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. McCarthy needs 218 votes to win outright for speaker. Right. right. He has 217 who have said they will vote for him and five who have said they will not. So he needs to flip one of those five to win on the first ballot. And and 217 plus five is 222. So I was right on that. I mean, I, I, the thing is, what I, no, 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 I, I get that. But I, I'm trying to think... Um, you know, I'm trying to think in history, what were the most contentious um, speaker elections? It's ever? It's been more than 100 years since it's taken more than one ballot. Mm. Now, See, there, there, there have been cases where, you know, there's been a significant, like, there have been a few votes that go against the speaker from their own party, but not enough to keep it, to push it to a second ballot in like 100 years. Um, so I'm seeing that it was, it's been a while, man. Uh, here's what I think. Um, Jesus, I'm going to, I'm going to start off the year wrong. <laughs> it's a problem. Um, the longest house speaker vote took two months and 133 votes to elect a speaker. Wow. When was that? It was exactly 100 years ago. And was that the last uh, time it took more than one ballot? Or No, no, hang on. More? No, it's actually... It, it, it was... No, it was longer than that. It was 1856. Okay. Um, but that's but the most ballots. When's the last time That's the most. When's the last time it took anything more than oh. one? Wow, 1923. It was okay. exactly so 100, 100 years. years ago. Yeah, right on the dot. Uh, it took nine ballots. Um, I remember that election. Well. You know what? 
You do? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, your memory is great. <laughs> Amazing. You don't remember anything else, but you do this. Wow. Um, I'm going to go with five. I actually think that I, I think that at the polarization that we're at, this, I, I don't think they're going to budge. And, and I think, here, here, I, I started thinking that this is my thing. That, well, these guys probably think a little bit like Think Mansion and Cinema. Hell, it's my call. Screw you. Mm-hmm. I pick whoever the hell I want to speak here. I don't need you. Okay, so five. Whoever the I, hell they want. I, I, I'm going to ask a, mo- a couple more questions about the speaker vote, but like, I will give mine. I think it will only take one. Um, I think that McCarthy will make some sort of deal and peel off one of those five that he needs and get the 218. And like, it, we always have drama coming up to this, but it always ends up being resolved. So I'm not like. Well, yeah, the thing is that, well, we say that and, well. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like, I, I would love the situation where we have like a hundred ballots or something. I just don't. Hundred and thirty-three. Yeah, yeah. That we we could break the record, right? No, I would. Yeah. I, I think that situation would be incredible. But to the last watch time was people. ten. Look, but the yeah, last yeah. time was ten. I know, I know. So it's not. And, and you're you and know. you're predicting five. I understand. I, I feel like. McCarthy's going to pull something out of the hat, make a deal with one of those five, and I, I, I this is one of the ones where I'm hope I, I hope I am wrong because I think it would be so much fun to watch, you know, pull out the popcorn and watch the Republicans self destruct over this and do go through many ballots I, I, and, I, I, and maybe yeah, be bailed out by the Democrats or something, you know, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Next question though. At the end of all of those ballots, will Kevin McCarthy actually be the speaker or will it be somebody else? Okay, I'll, I'll, this is my, I'm going to pull out on a limb. I'm saying, I'm, 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 this is my, my thing. I think that these guys will force somebody else because they really don't want them. And I think that if they wanted them, they would already cut a deal by now. Mm. You, you may well be right. Um, uh, okay, so you think... It will not be Kevin McCarthy. I've already no. given my hand. I think it will be Kevin McCarthy. Um, now, given that you say it's not going to be, who will be? I have no idea. Do you think it will? That. Can you at least categorize them? Will it be a hardline Republican? Will it be a centrist Republican? Will it be a nonpartisan speaker? I think it's just it's going to be another Republican simply because I think that Kevin McCarthy burned himself quite a lot. And that's the only reason why I think that is. And so I just think that somebody else is going to wind up having to take it up because he I think he's burned himself with a lot of constituencies. And I think that those guys are hardline. I don't. Th- I mean, I really think that um, if they were going to make a deal, they would have made a deal already. Okay. But I just don't know who. Okay, next then. And uh, will Kevin McCarthy be speaker at the end of 2023? And now I- I'll give you no. mine. I will say no. I, th- I think he will win that initial speaker race by one way or another be like Boehner and they'll like just but he will not make it through the year 
it, it, yeah. It, well, I don't know if he'll step out or whether part of his agreement to be speaker will be to agree to like those five that are holding out. One of the things they're demanding is the ability to uh, uh, call a new vote for speaker basically at any time. So like if he gives mm. them that, I think they will use it, you know, a few months later and there'll be somebody else. I like it. So I think he will be speaker, but he won't last the whole year. That's what I'm going to predict on that. Uh, now you're predicting he won't be speaker in the first round. Do you think something will work out and he will become speaker by the end? Uh, no. Okay. So no. So we both think Kevin McCarthy will not be speaker at no. the end of 2023. No. Okay. By the now, way, uh, I'm just looking at the news, news alert flash thing here. Yeah. You remember how Donald Trump said that he was going to donate his salary? Yeah, I know. He Guess didn't. what? He didn't. The last didn't. year, he didn't. He did the first <laughs> the first years, but not the last year. Okay. <laughs> this is not a show about new news. This is a prediction show. Sorry, so let's but keep you going. Know. Let's keep going. Go okay, ahead. so keep going. Um, this is another question on the speakership. Um how many speakers of the house will there be in 2023? And before you answer this question, remember that Nancy Pelosi is still speaker. For That's the what I was saying. Is she still speaker? I was going to say, there's got to be a minimum of two. Right. Um, I'll go with three. He's I'm also whoever they elect, you know, it's going to be a shit show anyway. <laughs> yeah. Three was going to be my number. Um, but just so we're different. Hi, Siri. Just, Hi, Siri. Just so we're different, I will say four. So you will say three and I will say four. Okay. And, and just cool. just watch. It'll be like a completely normal two. That's the end. Right. The end. But, of course. Uh, okay. Now we've got um, RM. This next question. Will Cheney declare a presidential candidacy in 2023? And I presume this means the younger Cheney, not the older Cheney. Hmm. Yeah. You think she will? Sure. Yeah. Um. I am going to say no. And uh, okay. my rush now. Like, I think she's definitely thinking about it, but she knows she cannot win. Oh, and now notice this says declare presidential candidacy, not declare that she's going to run as a Republican. But I think her, bottom line, her, her primary motivation is to stop Donald Trump. And I think she will realize, first of all, running as a third party will help him right away, I think. Right. So no, it's um, got to be. So she party. won't run as a third party. Running as a Republican, I think, would also help him. The, 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 you know, we may be in a situation where Donald Trump completely disintegrates before we get to the end of this year. And I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. But assuming he's still generally viable, the bottom line is the more people are running, the better his chances are. Like we, we would rerun 2016 where we had like 20 Republican candidates and he was never able to get a majority of Republicans, but he was able to get a plurality because the, the non-Trump vote was so split. And I think Republicans are going to think very carefully about that. And they're not going to be like a hundred people running or even, you know, at least serious people or the, or people will 
all but the strongest will drop out by the end of the year. Anyway, so I, I, I'm going to say no. I think she will fight Donald Trump other ways besides uh, declaring a candidacy. I don't think that's the best way to stop him, and her main goal is to stop him. Okay. okay. Um, the next question, also from RM, is will someone challenge Biden's nomination? We already had the question about will, will there be a challenger with more than 25% support? I guess this is, is there anybody? Now, I think we have to qualify that a little bit because there's always anybody. Like if you look, there are hundreds of people who run every time, but most of them are not serious. Like they just pay the fee or whatever. So I, I'd say like to count for this, let's say they have to be polling over 5%. Will anybody be pulling over 5% running against Biden? No. I agree. I think, unless we have a situation where suddenly Biden isn't running, I, I think the Democrats will do the usual thing and clear the field for an uh, incumbent president. We're not going to have, like, you know, uh, a Kennedy versus Carter thing or anything like that. Okay. Next, from J.R., will there be a Biden impeachment in 2023? No. I agree. Uh, No, there will not be. I mean, as much as the Republicans sort of talk about this kind of stuff, they're tiny, tiny minority. They'd have to be completely unanimous on this. And I think there are enough Republicans who have just watched the history of the last few impeachments and known that it always backfires in the polls. And right. especially when they're in the situation where they can't convict in the Senate no matter what. Um, right. So I, I think, you know, all it takes is a handful of Republicans saying, now this is bullshit to not do it. And I think that's where we are. Right. Okay. Next, also from JR. Um, who will win more special elections in 2023, Republicans or Democrats? Now, before I answer this, I, this is kind of tricky, uh, and I, I would like to reformulate it a bit, but let's answer it this way first. The problem is this depends on which seats become open, right? Like if you've got a deep red seat that comes open, the Republicans are going to win it. And it's not meaningful that the Republicans win it. Just like if a deep blue seat becomes open, the Democrats will win it and it's not meaningful. So like what you really want to know is of the special elections, which party overperforms on average versus sort of the expected result in that seat. Uh, but that wasn't the question asked. So first, who will win more special elections in 2020? Uh, I'll go with the Democrats. I'll say the Democrats too. And then I will answer my own overperformance question. Uh, when you look at how the parties do in special elections versus how they're expected to do in each district, I think the Democrats will overperform on that as well. Um, and that's solely because of what I mentioned before. I think the Republicans are just going to be making fools of themselves all year long and that'll affect all of these kinds of things. But for the, you know, absolute number of who wins most, it really depends on like who dies or who's or forced to resign or whatever. So it's, it's really hard to tell. Okay. Next up from JR, will Trump hold a rally with more than 11,000 attendants? How many? 
more than 11,000. And he gives for context. No. That in the 2015-2016 cycle, he had about 10 that were that big or larger. So you say no. no. I mean, no. And, 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 and part of the reason I'm saying that is because, man, the guy is turning into a recluse, like right now. He's not even... Right. Not doing anything now. No. And when he has gone out, they have not been big events. No, they haven't. No, exactly. I will agree I with say. you on a no. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I could see some scenarios where he beats that, but uh, I'll say no for now. I don't, I don't think in 2023. It's right. possible in 2024. That makes sense to me. Like if if yeah. he is if he is still like the front runner or even right. number two or three in the Republicans, uh, then that's yeah. a different. Then story. in twenty twenty four, yes, but not twenty twenty three. Okay. Also from Jr. Will a SCOTUS seat become vacant in twenty twenty three? Gosh, no, no. I'm gonna say no too. Um, None of the current justices are particular. I mean, some of them are getting up there, but we don't have a Ruth Bader Ginsburg scenario where someone is both old and sick and could go at any moment. Um, So I'll say no. Of course, you could always have a resignation for other reasons. Like we've had people talking about, uh, you know, some of the older Democratic justices should just resign now anyway because yeah, of Biden a chance. Yeah, old enough. I mean, that's the thing. I saw this whole argument, and it's like they're in their sixties, right? What are they? I, I don't think it's reasonable to ask them to resign in their sixties. If they were in their late seventies or eighties, then I'm like, okay, I get that, but not in their sixties. And, and of course, you know, young young people occasionally die too, so you never know. Yeah, something could happen. Yeah. But okay, uh, we both we both say no for now. Um, we've got a couple questions on this, but I'll, I'll go with the first one. Uh, we'll do the same. We'll do both of them. Will the House pass a federal ban on abortions after 14 weeks from Jr. Now, this is, of course, not will saying that... it becomes law because it would not pass the Senate. The president would not sign no. it. It's will the House. No, I'm going to say no. You know what? Because this is such a political hot potato. They know it that they're not going to do it. No freaking way. They're already I, gotten I, burned so bad with it. There's no, not a chance. I'm saying no as well because of what you said, but also just because their majority is so, so narrow. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. If, so they, they you can't know, Even they if they have 90%, passed. yeah, even if they've got 90% of Republicans in favor of this thing, that's not enough, you know? Exactly. Uh, there, there will be enough to stop it. Um, okay. Now, a question from Bruce. Will Trump be indicted for any crime related to January 6th? So specifically related to January 6th. An indictment? An indictment. Yes. I'm going to say yes as well. I mean, this this whole thing on, you know, rests on does DOJ decide to go after documents January 6th or both? I feel like they're they're clearly going to go after documents because it's easy, but I feel like they have to go after January 6th. You know, it's just like, it's big enough, like leaving it on the side would be scandalous in and of itself. And maybe they do, but I'm going to say yes. Um, Next up, and this is from me, 
Will Trump be indicted for any other crimes besides the January 6th one? And my previous statement indicates I think yes, he's going to at the very least be indicted for document stuff. And I think beyond that, there are chances that he gets doc, you know, indicted for things related to uh, that Georgia case, although I guess that's that, that's not quite January 6th. He, he might get a, uh, indicted by the Georgia case. He might get indicted for tax stuff. There, there are all kinds of other things. I think there's enough of a world and they've baked enough like i you know these these are coming to a head at this point like if it's going to happen it's going to happen in 2023 they're not going to wait till 2024 so i say yes right. what do you say oh uh, i'll say yes too okay next up if trump is indicted will any trial actually start in 2023 no. Um, the trial to start. Yeah, I will agree. No, like I mean, there will be motions to delay and more motions. And, and Trump I mean, is really, it's really good at those delays. Yeah, the delay, 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 and more delay. And and I figure so, if, no. chances are the indictments are towards the end of Q one, maybe Q two. But there, there's going to be a while. Of course, that that pump that that knocks it into 2024, which is going to be like very interesting for presidential election stuff. But yeah, I agree. Like, and and this is a conditional. That's an if indicted. So this will go away if he's not. But yeah, I agree. It's it, it's just not going to happen that fast. The actual trial will not be till 2024. Okay, and so. I think that implies the, my next few questions are also conditional. If a trial does start in 2023, will it be done in 2023? No. I will agree. No. The trial itself will be long too. Although, you know, sometimes these things, like some of these trials that have happened, the actual trial part has only been a few weeks. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Also conditional. If the trial actually ends in 2023, what will be the result of said trial? Uh, I'm sorry, you broke up. Can you repeat the question? If a trial actually does end in 2023, conditional, it probably won't. What will be the result of that trial? Guilty. You think? I'm hoping. I'm going to say there will be multiple counts some of them will be guilty and some of them will be hung juries. Guilty um, on all counts. No acquittals, but there will be some. Yeah. It, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm saying, I, I say it's, it's going to be mixed, but like depending on the jury you get, mm-hmm. it feels like they'd actually all be either guilty or all hung. Uh, I don't think there's a good chance of a flat-out acquittal, but uh, but I'll, I'll stick with what I said the first time. Is there there will be multiple counts? Some will be convictions, and some will be hung. Um, and I'm going with the I'm going with the optimistic idiot uh, uh, prediction: guilty on all counts. Okay. Uh, next up, will Trump spend any time at all behind bars in 2023? No, no, of course not. Of course he won't. Unless uh, you're talking about a bar, like, you know, behind some kind of a bar at one of his golf <laughs> like, Yeah, that kind of bar. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, going to be out. That kind of drink, bar, then yeah. maybe. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, well, he doesn't drink, drink but, yeah. but, but he, he could, could be, be at a bar, bar anyway. anyway. 
Yeah, right. like eating pretzels or something. Right. Okay. Uh, will Trump appear in any Republican debates? This is from Bruce. No. I, I, I no way. I will agree. No. Like if you remember in 2016, he skipped like the last debate or something. Yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he? he I mean, he, he skipped at least one. Maybe it wasn't the last one. Uh, but yeah, think, but, but, but I think that he is completely encouraged right now at this point to not even entertain participating and discussing any, anything of substance in any way, shape or form. I mean, for what, why, why is that any helpful in any way? Well, let no. me, let me add this question. Cause it matters here, right? Like at the end of 2023, how many, um, Republican candidates will we have? That in any either 538 RCP, any major polling average will be over, let's say, five percent. I'll say uh three. Uh I'll say four over five percent. We may have more candidates, but they'll all be like the one or two percent kind. But I'll right, say right, four right. four over five percent. Okay. Okay. Uh so Bruce's next question. Is who will actually be the presidential front runners for both parties at the end of 2023? Um, I will say Biden for the Democrats. I don't think they'll have any serious competition uh, for the Republicans. I'm going to say DeSantis will be in the lead. Okay, so we're going Biden DeSantis. Okay, yeah, I, I, I agree to that one. Okay. Next up. Will there be a government shutdown in 2023 of whatever length? Uh, yes. I will agree. Yes. Um, the Republicans seem to like doing that. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I think it will all, shit. as usual, I think it will be resolved relatively quickly. Like we'll, we'll have a shutdown and I'll say it lasts, be, you know, less than two weeks. Okay. Do you have a link prediction for your shutdown? One week. Okay. Less than one week or exactly one seven week. days? Oh, exactly seven days. <laughs> okay. Uh, will the debt limit be raised in 2023? Uh, yes. I'll agree. Yes. The consequences of not doing it are just too high. Um, what concessions... <laughs> Will the Republicans extract in exchange for raising the debt? I don't know. Uh, more, you know, I don't know. More tax cuts for suckers. I mean, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Okay. Are you going with tax cuts for suckers or are you just making no prediction on that one? I'm making no prediction. I have no clue. Okay. I will agree they will raise the debt limit. Um, and what they will extract is some caps on certain social programs. Like they, uh, they won't actually get reductions out of it, but they will get uh, it, whatever those social programs are being flat for like some number of years. Yep. Okay. Next, this uh, this is from Bruce again. 
the ones I'm not mentioning a name are usually from me. Um, from Bruce, will any state, so the previous thing was about federal abortion laws. Will any state enact further abro- abortion restrictions in 2023? Uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying that is because they were just proven to be politically so bad for any of them that I don't think they want to touch it. I think they want to avoid this subject like the plague right now. I, and I, I think I don't know if you've seen, I haven't heard almost boo about this ever since the, the election came down. They have all gone silent on this subject. Yeah. I, I think I'll agree here. Like the states that were going to do that did that in 2022. And for the most part, they have been very unpopular moves. So I think everybody's sort of laying low for a while. Like they may attempt it again at some point, but I think they're not going oh, yeah. to do it in 2023. No. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Also from Bruce, yeah. will SCOTUS invalidate or affirm section 230 protections for the internet? I don't even remember what the hell is Section 230 protection. This, this, is, this, is, the whole, this is the whole thing where uh, providers are not responsible for the content posted by users. Hmm. Well, I actually... <laughs> uh, uh, will... And this is specifically what? SCOTUS, yeah. Is there a case pending, like right now, related you know, to this? I'm not. Coming up I'm not court? sure. I mean, my my take was there. They don't want to deal with this, and they're going to avoid. I don't it. think. I think the answer is going to be no, because I, I just there's there isn't even. A, I don't. I don't see any any like real challenge right now that has risen up to 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 do this. So I'm going to say no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say they won't invalidate and they won't affirm. They are not going to do anything regarding this issue in 2020. Correct. Even if right. a case becomes before them, I think they're going to punt it uh, in whatever way is the best sure. way that they can punt it, sending it back down to lower courts, deciding not to hear it, whatever, whatever. They're they're just going to try to avoid talking about this at all, if it even comes up. And and for the most part, I mean, things go through the court in other ways, but I think this is not... I, I, will, go, I will make an additional prediction and say... Section 230 is not going to be a major item of discussion at all in 2023. Like every once in a while, the Republicans seem to want to talk about it. But I think this is one of those things they talk about when they're not in power. Uh, but when, when- I, I, you see, my whole thing is that I don't understand why it isn't more because I'm actually I'm actually I think the Republicans are idiots in this and they don't understand that. This is actually beneficial to them. I'd love, I, I'd love for it to be. I, I, I'm like, I think that anybody who isn't like, say, uh, like my internet provider, it just provides the pipe. Yep. If it, if you're like a Facebook or any of these social media companies right now, especially if you use any algorithms towards like uh, moderating content and whatnot, you you should the the, the protection shouldn't be valid. Yeah, I mean, frankly, if if they not a tomorrow, if they tomorrow said that companies like Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, were responsible for everything, every single thing they published, even if it was up for a few minutes, there would be pre-publication moderation of everything, and yeah. that's expensive and hard to do. So it would basically kill almost all of these platforms. 
because basically you'd be stuck with like, nobody can post anything even remotely controversial about anything at all. You know, well, I think here's the one thing, like I said, it depends on how it is because they're not behaving as a pipe. Right. If, uh, yeah. And we, and we've had this debate before, like if, if they're, they're influencing, if they're making choices about what to show and what not to show instead of, then yes, they are exerting editorial control and they should be responsible. Um, Exactly. And, uh, but if you enforced that and said they were absolutely positively responsible for anything that was published on their platforms, yeah. it would kill the it would kill those business models. They'd have to shut down almost everything. So, okay, I, so I don't think it's going to be touched this year anyway. Okay, uh, this is from me. Uh, will George Santos be in the house at the end of twenty twenty three? This is that guy who lied oh, about yes. everything on his resume. Sure. Yes. I will agree. These kind of guys. He will be in the Congress all year long because the Republicans have such a narrow majority they can't afford to lose him. He, but he was one of those kind of guys anyway. He was one of those races where this had been a Democratic seat and he won it just barely. If he resigns and they have to have a special election, the Democrats They'll will probably, probably lose. take it back. Yeah, right. this this is also one of those frustrating ones with like all of this was going on and whatever Democrat was running against him couldn't dig up any of this shit and use it against him. They're idiots. I mean, I tell you that it's like Florida and New York Democrats. They're fucking, you know, morons. Right. Like they should have, the Democrats should have won this seat given everything we know about this guy. Now they should have buried this guy. They should have buried this guy, but they didn't. Um, So, but because of that, because the, the Republicans can't afford to lose them. Of course they're going to keep them in. Okay. Uh, uh, and politics is always our longest segment, by the way. So, okay. will This is also for me. Will there be any non-trivial legislation passed by Congress and signed by the president? And I'm going to exclude from this the legislation. The debt ceiling. The, the debt ceiling and the... Um, whatever keeps the government open, blah, 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 those right, sort of right. spending, continuing the, excluding those, like, are there any actual, like, no policy no, types? Nothing. Not a damn thing. I will agree. Not nothing. a damn thing. Yeah. Okay. They, they'll name some post offices, but that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count either. Uh, yeah. Like th- there was a video I saw earlier today of like, Biden, like being like, I'm passing 65 bipartisan. I'm signing. I'm signing 65 bipartisan bills. Let's see how long it takes me to do it. It Took him like 10 minutes and a few seconds. And my immediate thought was, how many of those are naming fucking post offices? Like, (laughs) you know, I realize like one of them is probably the the big omnibus spending bill that matters. But like most of those have got to be like nothing burgers that like nobody cared about and that's why they passed now we've talked before on the show how like sometimes you can get significant policy passed simply by making it a nothing burger by making sure no one's talking about it and so both republicans and democrats can sort of say yeah this is kind of good let's let's just pass it with no one paying attention you know but yeah okay okay uh just a handful left um in politics, will Biden live to the end of the year? Yes. I agree. I mean, he's he's 80. He's not 90. He's, he'll be fine. And he's got the best best health care in the world. Yeah, will basically. Trump 
will Trump live to the end of the year? Yeah, oh, fuck. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. You know, I'm gonna say yes. Maybe I'll turn it. Maybe I'll reverse jinx him. Because <laughs> yeah, like you went years in a row, always predicting that he'd have a. I heart thought attack this guy's gonna have a freaking heart attack and drop dead. So far, has not been. Pre- so I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna go the opposite. Yeah. Okay, I will predict Trump will also live to the end of the year. He's not in the greatest health in the world, but he doesn't seem to be like that. He's not like death. He's not like sick either. At least not anything that we know. Okay, so this should make the next two questions trivial and hopefully gimmies. Uh, Who will be president at the end of the year? Joe Biden. I agree, Joe Biden. He's not going to die. He's not going to resign. Who will be vice president at the end of the year? Uh, It's going to be Harris. Harris. She's not going to die. She's not going to resign. So Harris, we both agree. Okay, will Hunter Biden be indicted? No. I'll agree no. Like, even if they find that he did shit, they'll, like, fine him or something. They're not going to indict him. Right. Okay, and now, in the last five curmudgeons corners before the end of 2023, we've asked this question a few times, uh, a few last few years, not counting the prediction show. In the last five curmudgeons corner before the end of the year, how many will feature Trump as a major part of the discussion? And I define that as like his name is mentioned in the description of the show that I put out with the episode. Oh, God. I, what, what, is, what is your guess? I'm going to say all five. We are going to be right smack coming up towards the first primaries and caucuses. I think Trump is going to be running. And so therefore, I think there's no way in hell that we will have even a single show where we do not talk about Trump in the last five weeks of the year. Oh, God, I I have the shit. I have to agree with you, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And um, I'll move move this one. I have another question of the same form about a different person, but I'm going to move it to a different category, uh, which means we are done with politics, unless there's something else you would like to predict politics-wise before we move on. Nah, no. Okay, then then it is time for our first break. And usually all of the other categories go much quicker. So uh, let's take a break and we will be back after this with, uh, oh, with International. International is next. Back after this. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No! Do you want to support the show? No! Well... After you have subscribed to the show, followed us on Facebook, and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do? I won't subscribe! You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash curmudgeonscorner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe, every once in a while, some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, a Curmudgeon's Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeon's Corner mug. Fun stuff! Not fun! In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show. I really, really hate Curmudgeon's Corner! Are we worth a buck a month? No! 
five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more. If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner. Alex hates. Really, really hates. Curmudgeons Corner! That's what we mean, isn't it? I hate Curmudgeons Corner, but I really do! Okay, we are back. Uh, so, time for international. You ready, Yvonne? Mute button. Mute button. Mute button. I'm saying international, I'm repeating oh. it. I'm saying it. Here I am. There you are. You you oh, are back. God, congratulations sorry. for being back. Yay. Okay. International. First question: Will the Ukraine war be over? This is from Jonathan. Oh. Shit. Shit. Man, fuck, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, too. Um, but I I think I'm, I, I will add to that, that I think we're going to... We're going to move into... I'm dropping things. We're going to move into a scenario that's more like what the Ukraine war was like before February 2022. Because if you remember, I mean, the Russians made a full-scale invasion at that point. But prior, they had already taken over Crimea. They had already effectively taken over several parts of eastern Ukraine. Um, And there was ongoing fighting. But it wasn't quite... it, it, It wasn't at the scale that it has been this year. I feel like we we're sort of... The conflict will be continuing, but it will be at a sort of ongoing lower level scale rather than at the sustained levels it has been this year. That's my prediction. Oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I I mean, I don't think it's going to be the same intensity, but I don't think it's going to. um, Definitely. I I just don't think it's an end. You know, this thing is dragging out. Well, um, let me ask you. We've seen a- like we've seen conflicts like this before, like say the Iran Iraq War, where there were like very sh- uh, uh, um, intense periods, and then we had some other periods that um, that were, you know, there were lulls in 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 the fighting, and I, I think that this is a situation kind of like that, where. Uh, we will get that. Maybe the Russians will try to do some counter offensives at some point of some kind, like what they're doing right now, basically with missiles or whatever, whatnot. But I, I think that we're kind of like at the stalemate for. You know, well, so, so I, let I me, say let that me, let I me ask for a while. Let, well, let me ask then very specifically, will mm. the Russians control more or less Ukrainian no. territory at the end of 2023 compared to the end of 2022? I think that we'll control less. Okay. But I don't think that they're going to give up everything still. I think that Putin sees a value in dragging this out for whatever the hell they have reason that I can't figure out. I'll but, agree. You know, less, that's what he thinks. Less, but not zero. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I guess we'll have yeah. to save off the map as it exists at the end of this year and compare. But uh, okay, next up, this is from me. Will China invade Taiwan? No. I agree, no. no. Um, they, they may want to do that at some point, but I don't think we're there yet. They, and they know that... I, th- I think watching I, listen, watching Ukraine, if anything, is a deterrent to them. I think watching Ukraine is a deterrent to them, not just, but that they've also got some really serious domestic issues right now that they're dealing with. Right. I don't think they're going to add this to their plate. Okay, from JR, uh, will Sunak still be the UK Prime Minister at the end of 2023? Hmm. I'm going to say yes. I, I, I will agree. I don't think, uh, when, when do they have to have another general election again? Not um, for a while yet. And, and that's actually one of, yeah. the, one of the next questions here. I'll jump straight to it. Will there be a UK general election in 2023? And I'm going to say no. That's no, also from Jam. No, they're not going to call it. I mean, they're going to hold on as long as possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Will Justin Trudeau still be Prime Minister of Canada at the end of 2023? Uh, and I, I have to, and I have to admit, sure. like, I don't even know what their cycles are. You, go, go, I, I know. No, I, I, don't, I don't remember either. I thought they had set cycles in Canada. Um, well, they, they can also call them early, but I think there is a set cycle. Let's see. Uh, fixed dates. Uh, uh, Section four of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms limits the term of any federal, provincial, or territorial parliament to a maximum of five years. On November 6, 2006, blah, 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 amended the Canadian Elections Act, blah, blah, blah. Federal general election must take place on the third Monday in October in the fourth calendar year after the poll previous poll starting in October 20, 2009, 2009, since then, blah, blah, blah. So when does that mean the next one? When, when was the last one? Um, most recent election at. was in 2021 in September. So, it, yeah, so, so it's not, requ- there's no election required until 2025. I don't see any, you know, they could call it early, I guess, but I'm going to say no, 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 uh, there will not. Okay, be, so no. I, I, they will not call another election and nothing's going to happen to Trudeau in the meantime. Uh, so I'm going to say, yes, he's still prime minister at the end of 2023. You agree? Yeah. Yep. Okay. This, this next one is one of the ones that was not signed by anybody. So I don't know who left this question, but will Putin remain Russian president at the end of 2023? Mm. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes as well. Like, uh, you know, they're, they're very, do I want him to No, but I mean, even like, uh, I don't know. There's always rumors about his health. There's rumors that like, you know, if the situation in Ukraine deteriorates too much, then, you know, somebody will oust him, blah, 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 blah. I, I suppose at some point they have elections again too officially, but that those are not real at the moment. Um, but I, I'm going to say yes. Yes, he's still going to be president at the end of 2023. Okay, next up from Bruce. Same question, but for Netanyahu in Israel, will he still be prime minister at the end of the year? Oh, and he, he did officially make that government. He is officially prime minister now, right? Yeah, I, I Actually, the I, 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 that I know of, that's not, no. Um, no. This, but he, it's not accurate. I mean, it's not official. It's on yet. track. No, it's he, not official he, yet. 
He is not off track, but it's not official yet, as far as I know. Okay, I, I'm double checking, but I think you're you may be double right. Check. Like he made the he made the coalition or whatever. Oh, oh no, 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 no. He is officially prime minister as of two days ago, December 29th. Oh, he oh, so it happened while I wasn't paying attention. Okay, yeah, two days ago, two days ago, like it was, it was still like. All of the things were on track, as you said, but they finished being on track, and he is officially, once again, Prime Minister. Uh, Prime Minister for two yeah. days. For two days. Well, this was quiet two days for him, is it? You? <laughs> Siri just wants to be involved in this conversation. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm going to say... Hmm... I mean, how how so? How long did the last guy last? Uh the the last guy was prime minister from July to December. But he was part of that coalition where they'd made they'd specifically said they were going to switch off after a while. They were alternating. So yeah, so we had Bennett from June twenty twenty one to June twenty twenty two, and Lapide from July twenty twenty two until two days ago. And now we have Netanyahu again. Oh, man. I'm going to say that he's probably going to make it to the end of the year. I agree. He's going to make it till the end of the year. To the end of the year. Yeah, to the end of the year, yeah. Now, will he make it through 2024? Probably not. That's another story. (laughs) Probably not, but but I think he makes it through the end of the year. I I agree. This coalition is so volatile that, I I mean, it's going to blow up at some point. But I I think it'll hold it at least 12 months. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Cuz they've got to be tired of like yeah, having a new election every like 6 weeks or something, you know. I mean, That's it's been, yes, it's been it's been 6 elections. Well, it's been 6 elections in 5 years something like that. I think yes, yes. Up, yeah. It's pretty exhausting. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had gone through like 6 years straight of like say Hillary and Trump, then Biden then Trump? Then I don't know whoever the hell and some other Republican. And then, you know, and then, then we went back like then after six years, then we went back to Trump and he won. Okay. After six years. I mean, I I would be like, while we had Trump in power every once in a while, it's tempting to say, Hey, it would be nice to have a method to just have a election early and let's, Let's try again, you know, but then you look at the reality of countries where that's been the case and like it is. Oh, my God. There are there are significant advantages to fixed terms. I mean, there are disadvantages, too. But I mean, these places that end up like kicking out the government like so quickly, nothing. Yeah, it's just it's nuts. Of course, we would have been we would have been like completely so exhausted by this right now we'd be doing this podcast i mean i'd be having to take a damn IV at this point if we had had six elections in five years that involved hillary trump i mean all these fucking people okay okay next up from bruce will scotland uh vote for independence this year now the way he worded it sounds like will they vote yes but let's separate that first of all will there be a scottish referendum this year i'm gonna say no I'm going to say no. I mean, you know they want another one, but like they 
there there was just a, a court ruling that said that the Scots can't decide to do it on their own. They have to have the approval of the central UK government as well to have one. And the central UK government is not going to do that right now. Now, of course, the Scots are upset about that decision. And you say, you know, that that shows you, you know, whatever. It's not going to happen this year. Uh, I think it will happen again at some point, but I don't think it's going to be in 2023. Okay. Another question from Bruce. Will nuclear weapons be used anywhere in the world in 2023? And I will specify not tests, actually used in anger. So like right. North Koreans. Okay, so used in anger. No. Okay, no. I will say no as well. Like, uh, well, let me ask, since I just mentioned the possibility, will will like any country like North Korea or anybody else do another nuke test in 2023? God, yes. I'll say, I'll say no. Like, you know, North Korea did a couple tests a few years back, but you know, they haven't, they've been testing missiles. They haven't been testing the nukes in a while. I don't think they're going to this year either. Let's see. The Russians will do a test. It's just a, it could, yeah, it could be, you know, but neither the U S or Russia have been doing lots of testing in a while. Right. There was a, there was a test ban for a while and, Right. I don't know. Did did is that one of the things Trump withdrew from? No, it was the open sky we, thing. We that that ended a long time. I, I think the test ban had been. But nobody's doing it anyway, while, right? Yeah. Let me just check one thing. Yeah. Sixty-three. I'm just checking like the list list of nuclear weapons tests. Um, and some... Oh come on! Can't you just give me a chronological one? Let's see. Uh, most powerful test. I just, I just want dates. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of non-signatories. Uh, I guess the Russians are part of the test ban treaty. So, you know, what's signed in Moscow? Nuclear testing chronology. Here we go. I, I, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Oh. <laughs> Click the link. Load. Okay. Um, the most recent nuclear test anywhere in the world by any country was the North Korean test in 2017. The last time that was the U.S. Right. So that was test, about... the, the U.S. has not done a 1961. test since 1992. Russia has not done one since 1990. Okay. Yeah, and even okay. longer since above-ground tests. Like, everybody stopped doing above-ground tests. Well, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, nobody, yeah. Yeah, nobody does those anymore. The, the last one by a Western... <laughs> Uh, the last one by a Western country appears to be 1996 by France. Bye. Okay. Um, uh, China, China also did one in 96. India did one in 98. And Pakistan did one in 98. Uh, but the only test anywhere in the world since 2000 was North Korea in 2007. North Korea. So. And they, they so I, I just think. 
Okay, I, I think that Russian the Russians just to piss everyone off will try to do one or something. Okay, so you think they're so much about nukes. So you think there will be a Russian nuclear test? Yep. Okay. Uh, I will predict they will not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Two more international questions. Um, From me, will the U.S. be involved in any new wars that they are not already involved in? So, like, we're doing stuff in Syria. We're doing stuff in Iraq, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nothing new. I agree. Nothing new. Um. Any new overt state-to-state wars in 2023? So, like, you know, civil wars and covert actions and none none of that counts. But, like, where country A is outright at war with country B, like Russia and Ukraine, will there be any new ones of those in 2023? No. I'll say no as well. And with that, we have finished International. And so we are going to take our second break and we will be back with economy back after this. Okay, here we are. So the first question in economy is from RM. And they actually, half of this question doesn't actually make sense. But the question as it written is, will Twitter or Tesla stocks bounce back to the value they had on the day Twitter purchase was finalized? And of course, Twitter stock doesn't exist again because it's now private. Uh, So let's talk about Tesla first. Will, Will Tesla stock bounce back to the value it had on the day the Twitter purchase was finalized? I'm going to say no. The word is finalized uh, on the day the Twitter purchase was finalized. I, no, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that Twitter. I don't think that Tesla stock is going to get back up anywhere to where the hyper idiotic viol, viol, violation valuation that now. Yeah. Now Tesla's high was before the Twitter deal was finalized, so he's just saying it. Yeah. yeah no. 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 But I, but I'm saying that even to to the Twitter date, no, it's not getting no. I'll agree. No. Now he asks about Twitter stock. Obviously, Twitter stock isn't gonna. It, it, there is none. Uh, but is there any sort of equivalent to this? I guess. Well, my ne- the question I added after. Well, what does will, the question will, say? <clears throat> I don't have will, it in front of me. What does the question say? Will Will Twitter stock bounce back to the value it had on the day Twitter purchase was finalized? Which, of well, course, maybe I'll Twitter talk stock, about Twitter's valuation, not yeah. the stock. But but right. you know, we have an, we have a proxy of the valuation. Um, it's in the debt market like right now, and people are estimating that Elon has um, lost like eighty percent of his value, like right, right now, ever since he purchased purchased it. Will it bounce back? I'm going to say no because he hasn't done. He hasn't shown me that he's doing anything in order to recover any value. Um, I will agree. One of the its valuation will. I mean, I guess officially on the day the purchase was finalized, its value was like that forty-four billion he paid for it, right? 
Well, yeah, at that second. Or 42 yes. or whatever it was. Yeah, whatever um, it was. And then immediately dropped <laughs> from there. Right. But uh, uh, so I'm saying no, no way. No way is it worth it. Will, it will not be worth what he paid for it ever again. Well, I, yeah. it, maybe I shouldn't say ever. Certainly not in this year. Not in this year, no. Okay, next question from me. Will Twitter officially enter bankruptcy in 2023? Uh, I'm going to say no, because I think his uh, creditors will seek to avert it some way. Mm. So they will like roll over to debt. They'll do something. I don't know. They'll do whatever um, during, during 2023. Or just pour That's more money I- into it. No, I just think that they'll just roll over to debt. They're, 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 they're not gonna, I don't think anybody's giving them any more money. I think he already went out and asked people for more money. And, and everybody no. basically just, yeah, everybody said no. Um, you know, I mean, definitely hasn't shown that he's done anything to earn more money against the purchase price at this point. I mean, what the hell, throw good money after bad? That's the worst thing you can do now. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say yes. Why not? <laughs> okay. I, I think things are still going to... I don't think Twitter's going to turn around this year and things are just going to get worse and they're already pretty bad. And so, I don't know. I, I, I feel like they're in a death spiral. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to predict that they don't exist by the end of the year or anything like that. I, I think they've passed the danger zone for that, but I think they will enter bankruptcy. I think Twitter turns into Sears. So it's sort of a zombie thing that lasted for decades mm-hmm. after it was irrelevant. Yep. Yep. Okay. And you think that'll be clear by the end of this year, by the end of 2023? Oh yeah. I think it'll be pretty clear by the end of this year. Yeah. Okay. And we keep saying this year, but technically speaking, we've got a few hours left in 2022. <laughs> but yeah, in 2020. Well, the, this year, the one that we were making predictions on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Next up from Bruce. Uh, will U.S. be in a recession at any point of the year? Now, I want to I want to clarify this one because when we get to next week's show uh, where we're reviewing our 2022 predictions, I'm going to have to review exactly what we said for 2022 very carefully because, of course, in 2022, we did have two quarters of negative growth. But the powers that be never declared a, a recession. Um, but that was that's sort of the traditional definition. And so for purposes of us being able to sort of clearly see just by looking at numbers, I'm I'm gonna say let's let's decide for next year based on the official two quarters negative, uh starting with Q4. Uh, so so like yeah, the, the four quarters that count, since we won't have the Q4 data for 2024 by the time we do the show, are you know the last four available quarters, Q4 2022, Q1, right. Q3 of, you know, will we have two, we are gonna, two consecutive negatives? I, I'm going to say that we're going to experience uh, a mild recession like this year, yes. Okay, so we will have, and defining it as the two quarters of negative growth. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, like, twenty twenty two would count, even though they're way, officially. Yeah. By the way, there were well, the, the the reason they didn't technically count it for this year it was um, it's one thing I, I you know it was because 
it, it was a balance sheet recession is what basically they called it. Basically because it was inventory contraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, so nobody lost jobs. None of this happened. But people cut inventories and they were like, well, that's not really technically a recession. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to no, go but, with like the way that we're defining, but what I'm going to say, the way that we're defining it here strictly, yeah. we're going to go just strictly in, do we have negative growth quarters? Two consecutive. Yeah. I, you know, well, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Um, I will say no. I don't have any. Okay. Re- I, 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 I don't. Any, any other than I've been wrong? Um, you other know, than I'm, I've been wrong, like, repeatedly in my economic predictions, okay, which is actually a good thing to go against. Yeah, so, okay, good. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm just going opposite you because that's likely to be right. Right. Yeah. Um, it, correct. No, I, I think I will say because by this definition, <laughs> we had one already, I'm just going to say we're not going to do that two years in a row. That's Okay. Okay. And, and of course, when we evaluate uh, our 2022 predictions, again, like I said, I'm going to have to look very carefully at our wording to determine whether or not what happened in 2022 counts. So, okay. Okay. Now, next up from Bruce. Bruce asks for a Bitcoin price prediction, but then he adds this. <laughs> it must be plus or minus 10%, no ridiculous ranges. And I'm just going to oh, say, crap. He, I, well, I'm just going to say, hey, Bruce, oh, nice God. try. But here's the thing. <laughs> I don't pick ridiculous ranges. You may think they're ridiculous, but they are reflective of the actual level of volatility of the thing. Volatility of the thing. Okay. You know, so <laughs> I, I calibrate my predictions to be a 70% chance of being correct. And I'll, I'll tell you, actually, in, in, unless Bitcoin did something in the last few hours that I haven't seen, or in the next few hours, since it's not quite the end of the year yet, I, I will have missed my Bitcoin prediction for last year. <laughs> you know, Damn. despite the size of the range I did, Bitcoin was not in that range. <laughs> um, so and I'm with, very with, sure it wasn't in mine either. Which, you know, should be like, you know, 30% of the time I should be wrong. So nice try, but no, I am not going to do a plus or minus 10% prediction for Bitcoin. Uh, I have, however, prepared my prediction with my usual method. And so to remind people, normally for other things, I look at like the last 20 cycles or 20 years in this case, um, and then, you know, toss out the top 15% and bottom 15% and look at the range of the middle 70%. And, and that's the, that's the range that I predict. Uh, I can't use 20 years for Bitcoin because Bitcoin has not existed for 20 years yet. Uh, I've got 12 years of year over year changes. And so I toss out the bottom two, I toss out the top two, and that gives me a range of from going, being down 59% to being up 1,369%. And so given where Bitcoin was a little bit earlier today when I did these calculations, that gives me a range of Bitcoin at the end of 2023 will be somewhere between 6,814 and And 243,101 in US. If somehow you are not within that range... Holy shit, my God. Well, this last year, I wasn't I mean, within the range. 
it looks like. Well, I got no, no, but this new range. If you're not anywhere well, between well, that last, range. Last year, my range. Shit. Well, and we'll talk more about this next week. But last year, my range that I predicted for 2022 was 18,985 to 680,241. <laughs> and it's of so course, you were in the range. Right, because it's 17,000 to change. It's below the bottom of my range. <clears throat> because in fact, this year, Bitcoin was down 64%, which is actually one of the, it, it's the, it's the second worst year Bitcoin has had since we've had year over year numbers for it. Yeah. So I, you know, is anyway, like my, the low end of my range, like it was this year, was down 59% and it's down 64. So it's not in my range. Yeah. So anyway, my prediction for Bitcoin between $6,814 and $243,101. And sorry, Bruce, that is not a ridiculous range. That is a perfectly reasonable range given the level of volatility that Bitcoin has actually shown over the last 12 years. Okay, your okay, turn. I'm going to predict that it's uh, 20,000 plus minus. I'll go with the Bruce range of 10%. 20,000 oh, plus or minus something. 10%. Yeah, so it's 18,000 to 20, 22,000. Okay. And if I'm right, then I, I'm just, you know, yeah. And, and I guess uh, it's it's sixteen thousand five hundred and change as of like a few hours ago. I don't know. I, sh- yeah. I should look now, but whatever. Close enough. Okay. Um, now next, uh, Bruce asks about the inflation rate. I'm not. I don't have anything explicitly predicting uh, inflation rate here, but he asks, will the twelve month inflation rate reach two percent at any point in two thousand twenty three? I'm going to say no. Wait, uh, uh, you broke up on my end. I'm sorry. Say that again, please. Will the 12-month inflation rate in the U.S., presumably, reach 2% at any point in 2023? Um, I'm saying no. It will be higher than that at at all stages in 2023. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be down from where it is right now, but it's not going to be at 2%. Yeah, I, I I will agree with that prediction. Too, it, 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 that's just too too aggressively low. Yeah. Now we may have like if you're doing if you're doing month to month comparisons, like is it down from last? Are prices, you know, if you do month to month, you may have some things that are even down month to month. Uh, but I think since we're talking about the year over year inflation number, no, it's not going to be under two percent. Okay. Right. Next up from Bruce, will Fed will the Fed lower interest rates at any time in 2023? Anytime in 2023. I'm gonna say oh, no. Yeah, I'm agreeing no. Like they they may stop re- increasing. And, and level off, but they're not going to go down in 2023. Right. Um, it's going to be, it's it maybe 2024, depending on how things are going, but like they're going to want to see sustained changes based on what they've done. And that's not going to happen that quickly. Like I saw someone talking about like, hey, actually any changes we're seeing right now still aren't necessarily directly due to what the Fed has done because the, those take longer to percolate through the economy. 
Uh, and so we have yet to see that. I don't know. Is that right or not, Yvonne? I don't know. I saw that. I uh, don't, that sounds I don't right. know enough. Yeah. Because these things right. just take time. And so like, they're going to wait until they have confidence that what is happening is what they want to have happen. Right. Okay. Next up. Uh, this is also from Bruce. It's one of our standards. It's the Dow prediction. And he also requests plus or minus 5%. And I once again say, ha! 5%. Ha! No. I, I do, I'm do. i using my same method, except this time I can use 20 full years. So I will give it to you when I look at the last 20 years and toss out the worst three years and the best three years. My range is from down 2.23% to up 22.34%. Um, and by the way, what, what, what did Dow end at this time? Where is it right now? We're at, remember it's 30 something, 30, 30 something. Okay. Maybe, 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 uh, yeah. the 30, anyway, we'll, 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 we'll talk about the, 2022 uh, next time. Pulling it up. Right. We don't need it right now. Yeah. We'll do it 33, 315. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. I, 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 I will get this one correct for next year. Uh, for 2022. But anyway, when you apply those percentages I mentioned from down to... Okay, I'm going to say between... Wait, wait, let me give you... Wait, let me give you my range. So my my range for Dow at the end of the year... Oh, crap. Okay, you do yours. I I just realized I did mine wrong. Hold on. 30,000 Actually, I was about to read you my 2020... I, I, 2021, I got wrong, by the way, and I ha- I meant to do this before before you got here, and I I, I didn't I gotta get my 2022 yeah, number done. Okay, do yours. Well. I just didn't Thir- do my. my, my okay, I'm gonna broaden my range this year to at the bottom thirty thousand, and at the top forty two thousand. There. Okay, give me give me like arbitrary. A, what were those numbers? Same again. 30,000 to 40, 30,000 at the bottom to 42,000 at the top. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't actually paying attention. I'm doing mine, but I was just making you kill time. So. Okay. Okay. 30,000 again at the bottom. You're going to do yours. You're just not going to pay attention to mine. Okay. No, I'm not going to pay any attention to you. You can just talk for a second. Okay. There. I, I, I will talk. I think that the Dow prediction is one of the most ridiculous things ever. And so uh, <laughs> I despise the Dow prediction. Uh, so that's all I can say about that. Um, but this year, I will just pick a couple of arbitrary numbers because it doesn't really make a difference and stick within my 30,000 to 42,000 range, which is probably going to be wrong, but what the hell anyway. All right, give me a second. And that's a wrap on my prediction. Now, Sam, what the fuck are your numbers? Do you have the numbers? I'm working on it. I am working on you it. You have the numbers. Jesus so the, Christ. The range, will be, the, numbers. the range will be from down 2.23% to up 22.34%, which is exactly what I said a little while ago, but I'd actually been looking at my 2021 numbers. 
Okay, so that range means that at the end of 2023, I expect the Dow to be between 32,408 and 40,551. Okay, sounds incredible. All right, next. <laughs> As I coughed myself into oblivion. <laughs> okay, where was my list? Okay, um, that's not where my list is. Okay. okay, next up, the unemployment rate. Also from Bruce, I do have a prediction for this one. It's going to be narrower. I did I did the same kind of thing year over year, changing whatever. We always use the November number as what we base it on. Uh, so I my prediction for this time around is the November 2023 unemployment rate will be between 3.3. And 3.8%. So 3.3, 3.4, 3.5, 3.6, 3.7, 3.8, because they only do it in 0.1. I'm going to predict that the unemployment rate for next year will be 4.75%. Plus or minus? No. Well, it can't be a 75 because it would either be a 0.7 or a 0.8. They don't do 0.5s, 0.05s. I thought they did. Shit. Uh, Okay, 4.8. Round At least the source I'm looking at. So you were, you're at 4.8 exactly. No range. Yep. Okay. Yep. And I'm, and I'm 3.3 to 3.8. Okay. Which basically says it's going to stay pretty good. Like those are good numbers still. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, price of oil. And uh, we always use West Texas Intermediate specifically. And same method as before, uh, I'm looking at annual changes, and my range is from down 25.32%. $73 a barrel. To up 44.76%. So $73 a barrel. Plus or minus? Plus or minus a dollar? $73 a battle. No. No. Exactly. To the cent. Yes. You know, I will give you plus or minus 10% just out of the generosity of my heart. Okay, fine, fine. Add my my fine range fine. for price of West Texas Intermediate at the end of the year is between $59.06 and $114.49. There you go. Okay. All right. Okay, here's one. I have not done any calculations for whatsoever, and I've not looked at any historical numbers. I've not done any of that. But this is for me. What will the average national U.S. price of gas be at the end of next year? And what is it now? Even it's it's like right around three dollars. It's around three dollars. It's close to three dollars. Okay, I'll I'll give a yeah. better range for that. I'll say between two fifty and three fifty for regular I will, unleaded. I will say between three and four for regular unleaded. Okay, like I don't think it's going to go down much more. But it, right? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> uh, next up, <clears throat> also for me, all the rest in the economy section are for me. Any major mergers or acquisitions, and by major, we've traditionally defined it. It has to involve a Fortune 500 company. I will. I will grant a similarly similarly sized private company, maybe, but. Any major mergers or acquisitions? 
I don't expect any. Then the reason I say that is because, sorry, kick up, is because um, the Biden administration actually is already trying to block one right now uh, for Microsoft acquiring Activision. Yep. Um, so I, I don't, I, I think that they don't see, uh, I mean, a lot of companies are looking at the size acquisitions and they don't see a favorable uh, regulatory environment for it. So I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, and um, da, 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 how about, uh, well, I should answer that too. Uh, I, I agree. No, no major fortune 500 level mergers. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, um, how about fortune 500 bankruptcies? Uh, I don't expect any right now. And, and I mean, Twitter's not part of Fortune 500, so they're... No, and they're that not that size good. anyway, right? No, right. Even if they size. were public. So, nah, nah, nah. Um, so, no, I, I don't expect any. Like, right now, um, I mean, we had uh, all companies in distress that we had. I mean, there... Yeah, there is this distress that is still not filtered through on this commercial real estate. I don't know how it's going to play out. A lot of people have been talking about it, um, but I, I don't. I don't expect it to drive any Fortune 500 companies into into bankruptcy right now. No. Okay, um, I'll just go with you on this one. That's fine. Yeah, no, no major bankruptcies. Okay. Um, Next up, um, GDP growth. Uh, in recent years, we've always uh, predicted specifically the Q3 number. So like right. the Q, like Q3 2022 was up 2.9%. And I guess that's annualized 2.9% for the quarter. I, I don't even know. Like I get, I, you know, I get these from, uh, percent change from preceding period in real GDP in the U.S. off Statistica.com, whatever. Anyway, so uh, th this is the number. Yeah, okay, whatever. Statista, yes. Th this is the number we're talking Pretty about. Pretty good source. About I may keep thinking of uh, subscribing, and I, and I think I should probably subscribe for soon because uh, their statistics are, man, they've got some really good statistics for answers to questions like the shit that we keep talking about. Yeah, and so this specifically is the number that they use when you say two quarters of negative growth. This is what they're talking about. So like right, Q1 right. was negative 1.6 this year. Q2 was negative 0.6. There's your two quarters of negative growth. Q3 was up 2.9. So the question is, what will the Q3 number be for 2023? Because, of course, the Q4 number is not available yet. Minus uh, 0.5. Minus 0.5. Okay, you think it'll be minus 0.5. I will, of course, give a range. And this time I looked at the last 20 quarters instead of the last 20 years. But the range it gives me for that 70% range is, and, you know, sorry, Bruce. I know, I know this pains you every time and it pains Yvonne each time. But the range is from negative 0.6% to positive plus, positive plus, positive 6.3. Positive plus? Positive plus. 6.3? Like yeah, from negative 0.6 to 6.3. That's tossing out the three worst quarters of the last 20 were down 29.9%, down 4.6%, and down 1.6%. Okay, now, well, okay, take my negative 0.5 and like I'll go plus or minus a half. So it's like between okay. zero and minus one. Okay, there. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. 
Um, and the three best quarters were two se- two quarters with seven percent growth and one with thirty five point three. The thing is, both of uh, both of those worst three, well, two of the worst three were the the two pandemic quarters, Q one and Q two of twenty twenty. Yeah, and the one of the best three was the recovery from that. So like we've been in some weird times that, so the, 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 the top and bottom are really sort of crazy, but you know, still negative 0.6 to 6.3. Okay. There's mine. Uh, finally, and I have also not looked at any numbers whatsoever for this, but we've traditionally done a U.S. deficit thing. Um, all I'm going to say is I, I'll say deficit will the 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 late most the most recent de- U.S. deficit number we have at the end of 2023 will be higher than the best one at the the the, the most recent at the end of 2022 because uh, I feel like it's been going down lately and it's going to go up again. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, deficit. Uh, I mean, the annual deficit from where it is for like right now. I think it's going to keep going down. Okay. So you're down, I'm up. You're probably yeah. right. You know these things more than I do. Except the last few times, you've I've gotten more right. So I don't know. Like, uh, you have. Like it, going, it, picking the opposite of what you pick has been a good strategy in the economy. Yes, it has. <laughs> okay. Yes, it has so, okay. That is the last question in the economy section. And so we will take another break. And uh, then, whoa, what was that noise? Uh, we will take another break and then we will be back with technologically. Back after this. This is a break. Oh, yes, this is a break. This is a break because no one gave me any suggestions. I told you, I told you, I warned you, I warned you. So this is a break. This is a wonderful break. A wonderful break. Yes, indeed, this is a break. This is a break in the middle of Kermudge's Corner. Yes, this is a break. Yes, yes, this is a break. Break, 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 break. Yes, 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 this is a break. Yes, this is a break. Break, 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 break. Yes, it is a break. And now, and now, and now, and now the break is over. Okay, here we are and time for technology. And the first question is from Jonathan. Will Apple announce VR glasses in 2023? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. I, I mean, I know they've been developing them and it's on the, it, it, there've been all kinds of rumors about them coming out at any time. I feel like it's still, they, they want to release them when they've got something really, really good. That'll blow away the competition. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not enthusiastic about the space. I'm going to say no, but they could. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. They you could. think it's finally time? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay, next up also from Jonathan. Will Twitter still be relevant at the end of 2023? And I guess we'll have to define relevant. What what do you think here? Uh I I'm going to say that uh Twitter's Twitter is going to be significantly diminished by the end of the year, but I'm not sure how we rate that. Yeah, I guess I'm going to say that if I see, this is what I will say that if we see like, um, 
all the major sites, like say like I already saw like Washington Post adding Mastodon sharing links already yep, at the yep. URL. If 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 I if I can go and say that New York Times, Wall Street, you know, all, all these major publications, you make a list. Like, well, let's say Washington Post, the New York Times. Um, we go to like CNN. Um, you know, it, it. I don't know. You could pick a couple of more sites if, if you could find that they're all actually allowing you to like share Mastodon. You know, as a as a link, then I think that that's that's the well, point so, where you're seeing a tipping yeah, point against relevance. I don't know is it is the, is the right place to measure its relevancy that they've added Mastodon, or would they have to actually remove the Twitter links? No, I, I think it. <clears throat> I think it shows basically their influence significantly reduced. Hmm. I, the way I mean, that's what I think. So, so you you your prediction <clears throat> is by the end of the year major media outlets will essentially all have Mastodon links in addition to their Twitter links, but they may Correct. not have actually removed the Twitter links. That's Correct. how you're going to yes. measure it. Um, yep. I, I feel like I'm going to try to, how, how will I, will it still be relevant? The, the way that I define Twitter as sort of relevant was that it was always driving news cycles. Like you would always be, hearing in the mainstream media stories that percolated up from Twitter. They'd be quoting Twitter, you know, so-and-so said something on Twitter, or you'd be, there'd be some story that you'd, you'd learn about on Twitter first, and then the news was talking about it later. And to me, the relevance question is, do you still have that phenomenon where, you feel like the news cycle is being driven by discussions on Twitter. Um, as you know, and I'm not sure Mastodon or anything else will necessarily be in that same spot. Um, but I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say it, it's the same thing. The problem is still relevant. I think you're right in the way you put it. It's going to have diminished relevancy. It's not like it's going to completely disappear. I think you're still going to have people talking about it. You're still going to have, you know, some portion of the public discussion driven by what's happening on Twitter, but it will be less than it has been. And you may also have some things driven by, you know, the discussion that's happening elsewhere, maybe Mastodon, maybe Facebook, maybe someplace else entirely, but it's just not going to be as heavily driven by Twitter as it has been, frankly, for the last number of years. Like, you know, like Twitter has been dominant in driving sort of what the chattering classes are talking about for probably five or six years now. And I and think I, that's I, that's going to be. I, less I, I'm, I'm shocked, but I've I've completely like for the most. I'm I'm going to say completely because sometimes like news media and others refer to, um, and show uh stuff that has been posted on Twitter. Right. But I mean, I, I'm I'm I I just don't look at it anymore. Yeah, and and, and you know, like I talked about last week, and we're not going to debate it now, but like there. I, I'm I'm actively trying to spend more time on Mastodon and less on Twitter, uh, and and I'm doing I'm 
I've basically been doing that. I've, I'm re- I check in with Twitter much more rarely, but but there's still a lot missing, like that I'm not oh, getting on Mastodon that I used to get on Twitter. There's there's a whole bunch of voices that just aren't there yet. There are a whole bunch of types of information that just aren't there yet. And like, just as an example, uh, just an hour or so before we started recording the show, Barbara Walters died. You know, I I saw stuff about that on Twitter before I saw it on Mastodon, you know? And, you know, so I don't know. Um, And and it's partly also like all this local stuff too, frankly. Like I have all of these local accounts I follow that like, you know, talk about like, you know, stuff going on in my county. I've got lots of that on Twitter. I've got very little of it on Mastodon right now. And that may change over time, but it still feels like they're big parts of what I use Twitter for that just aren't there yet. And I hope the operative word is yet, but we'll see. Okay. Um, we talked about Twitter being relevant, and I think this sort of implies the next question. This was from me. Will Twitter still be functional? <laughs> Will it, like, we've had a few scares, like it, it was having like difficulty operating uh, a few days ago. And we've talked about the possibility of just having a major tech meltdown because they fired so many people. Will, will, will Twitter still be functional at the end of the year? Yes. I agree. Yeah. Will it form, have, yes. With a lot of bugs, probably, but will it have yes, any major, form. will it have any major outages where it's just plain not available? Oh, I, 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 I mean, I, I fully expect that. I mean, we've already started seeing outages, so I don't think they're going to get better. Right. Do it. Let's, let's define like completely unavailable for more than 24 hours. I mean, we've had that happen with websites and other services. I mean, and they, and they are, have far more robust backup capabilities. So, yeah, I mean, I fully expect that there will be a major outage in Twitter this year that will extend well north of 24 hours. Okay. I will agree. I, I It will be functional at the end of the year, but there will be at least one 24-hour-plus outage dur- over the course of right. the year. Okay. Next up. Also for me, will Musk still be involved in the operation of Twitter by the end of the year? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I think I don't probably. think who's, who's, buy, who's buying it from? Nobody. So, Okay. Uh, will <clears throat> Mastodon still be relevant at the end of the year? Will Mastodon be what? Relevant. Like right now everybody's yeah. talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it will have it will have grown to be a a significant alternative to Twitter by the end of the year. I think a lot of people have already moved. I mean, I'm I'm you know I mentioned how Mastodon still doesn't have everything, but Twitter has a lot less of what I look for than it did a month ago. You know, so because people are moving, um, yeah, I think it'll still be relevant. Uh, w- will it have more traffic than Twitter by the end of the year? Will there be more traffic? Yeah. Will 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 there be more toots being published on Mastodon than there are tweets on Twitter? I'm no, gonna say no. I, I don't expect that. I'm gonna expect no. I don't expect that. No. Yeah, Twitter will still be bigger. Um yeah. okay. Next up, this is from James R. Will Donald Trump 
tweet in 2023. So far, he said he's not going back, even though Musk, you know. I don't expect them to. No, they, they, they it will cost them a ton of money. No, no way. I'll agree. He's on no. Truth Social, and I think he likes it. I'm like, yep. he doesn't want to go back. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, if if he had freedom of action and there weren't financial costs and blah, blah, blah. Oh, if there were maybe, no financial things right now, maybe. But given this financial stake in Truth Social, no. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Nope. No. Donald Trump will not tweet. Okay. Um, JR asked about Bitcoin price, but we covered that in the last segment, so I'm going to skip that. Um, he asked specifically if it would be above or below its current price, uh, and we gave our ranges last time. So there you go. Right. Uh, next time, uh, will TikTok be banned in any EU country in 2023? This is from JR. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it so far yet, so I don't expect No. I'm going to say not, no. Not, not everything, the whole country, no. I'm going to say no as well. I think there may be restrictions placed on it um, where, you know, in order for them to continue to operate, they have to do X, Y, Z, Q, uh, but they're not going to shut it down uh, entirely. Um, and then he asks for the same thing in the UK and the US, and I'm going to say no for those as well. So no for US, no for UK. Yeah. You agree? Yep. Okay. Will Truth Social still be on the Apple App Store at the end of 2023? This is from yes. JR as well. Is it still yeah, there now? To be. I know I they, so. they they got rid of some. What what did they did they get rid of Gab or I know I know they got rid of some of those, but it wasn't Truth. Yeah, let me. I'm just checking just to be sure. Truth Social, boom, it's right there. Follow the truth. It is on the App Store. Uh, and by Follow the way, the truth. by the way, a bunch of these like Gab and Truth Social actually are Mastodon instances. They're just not ones that are federated with the rest of Mastodon. They're on their own and no one, okay. no one shares content with them. But under the cover, number 120, Truth Social, number 128 in, in social networking. Let me say that again. Number 128. I didn't even know Jesus. there were that many, you know? Like, Holy smokes. I mean, let's see what beats Google Meet pizza Wiz. Make new friends. You ever heard of Wiz? I, no. I, I, I've heard of The Wiz, uh, the movie. Signal. Um, He's on, on down the road. Um, let's see. Messenger Kids. Wink. I haven't um, heard of any of these. See. Yubo. Make friends. No. No idea. Plenty of fish dating. Um, let's see what else we got here. The Pi Network. The Pi Network. Look at that. Um, um uh, let's see. Uh, WeChat is 53. Surprise, not higher. Um, uh, let's well, see. you're Line, probably looking at US rankings, net. though, not worldwide rankings. That's yeah, well, I, I don't know. I didn't pick a country, but yeah, so you're um, looking at US. You're looking at US. Well, I, I don't know if they're US or global. No, uh, no, they, 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 for I iPhone and iPad is 90. Mastodon for iPhone and iPad is 90. Um, and yeah, Truth Social is Jesus, way, 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 way down this list, way down. 
Okay, okay. We're, uh, we're almost at the two-hour mark. Let's pick it up. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. Okay, go. next up uh, from Bruce. Will Twitter's daily active users increase or decrease comparing end of 2022 to end of 2023? Decrease. decrease. I will say decrease as well, but I will put in a caveat that this is a public company that has no obligation to release numbers. To release that re- information, correct. They, they have no obligation to release that information, so we may so we not, may not be able to to confirm whether this is correct. And, and, and also, there's been some question about whether some of the numbers that Elon's been releasing in the last few weeks are accurate in and of themselves, or that they are interpretable, like, you know, he's saying... W- He's saying something, but not defining it well, so you don't know what it really means. So we may or may not be able to answer this question, but I will say that independent observers will say that traffic is down year over year. Now, the question I've got is they may have to do it for uh, media and advertising. Yes. Um, uh, uh, reasons. So um, that may they be might. the reason. They might. They so. might. They might be a, their MAU number, monthly active user. Yeah, or they, they, yeah they because may, otherwise, yeah. Yeah, they'll have to disclose something to advertisers, right? But they're, they're, even now, there's some questions about like, well, frankly, even before Elon was there, there's some questions about like, are they properly removing robots? Are they, you know, what are they counting? What? How do they define an active user? And there's lots of room to fudge in those areas. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to say independent experts will say it's down. I I don't know what Twitter themselves will say, and I don't know, you know, whatever. Independent experts will say it's down. That's my prediction. And yours was the same, right? Yep. And uh, Bruce asked for daily active users. They generally actually look at monthly, but whichever. Okay, next up. Also from Bruce, will another major cryptocurrency exchange fail? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Of course, there's there's leeway there in terms of how you define major, but there will be a cryptocurrency exchange failure that makes the headlines. Let's just put it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Next up from Bruce. Will the Tesla Cybertruck be up for sale? Will you actually be able to buy one and drive away? Well, I guess that's different. No. You could it could be up for sale, but you're on like some waiting list, I guess. But you're saying no either way, right? No. I, I will say no, you will not actually be able to get one this coming year. Right. Okay. Uh then for me, will SpaceX suffer suffer any distinct measurable consequences from what's going on with Elon and Twitter. I'm going to say that right now, probably no. You think they're isolated I, I, enough. They won't like lose any business. The, you know, no, nah. no, no major people are going to pull out and say, we don't want to buy your. No. Nah. Yeah. I think that they're, I, I think that that business is, is, is probably that Elon's got to think his lucky stars is probably not. Going to be impacted by it, I think, in large part because what they're they're offering is unique enough that um, and and everyone knows it's he's not, not really the one running it. Exactly, you know, he's definitely not. The it, one it, it, it's it. got a track record that's been fairly successful. There are other people who know what the hell they're doing who are running it on a day to day basis. 
Um, and so to some degree, I think it's isolated. I think you're right. Uh, SpaceX will continue to, you know, be taking people back and forth to the shuttle and stuff like this. Um, the shuttle? I, sorry. The shuttle? Space station. Oh, that. Oh, I'm like, there's a shuttle floating out there. I didn't know. About. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't. I'll have to take a trip up there. We've seen me and my son have seen all the great uh, yeah, yeah, shuttles. I know. But if you're yeah. telling me there's one in space, <laughs> there's a I mean, that's a, well. There is yeah, that. There is that little up. that secret mini shuttle that, like, I mean, it just landed again recently after a couple of years in space or whatever. The unmanned one. Mm, forgot about. But anyway. Um, yeah, I I don't think SpaceX is like actually landing on Mars or anything next year, but I think their their business is going to continue and continue to be doing well. Uh, you know, so absent any major disaster, but right. Okay. Um any cool new tech that is enough of a big deal that we on Curmudgeon's Corner at any time during the year We'll devote an entire segment to talking about whatever that new tech is. I'm going to guess that if Apple does release those augmented reality glasses, um, I do think that AR has a lot more potential than these damn VR goggles. Um. It, it, let me put it to you this now, way. Now, the Data was showing early, this year with just, Meta. Just real, quick, just real quick, the prediction you made earlier, the question was, will Apple announce VR glasses, not AR? You think they're going to actually announce AR glasses? Well, I okay, I, I guess I miss, I, I misread it because the, 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 the glasses that I, okay, the glasses that I, that, that, that are rumor. Apple are rumored to be working on are AR, not VR. And I guess that I heard, the, I misheard it. and just thought it was, you know, that one. Um, I, I, I totally expect, um, that you've got this problem with like VR sales are down this year. Mm -hmm. So Meta has put all this money into this and the sales of all that equipment is down. They are not getting any traction at all. Um, but I do think that AR is more appealing. Uh, there are a number of cool things you can do with AR. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things. You know, I, I think back to how addictive, uh, and I don't know why nobody else has done the done this again. Remember the whole Pokemon Go thing? Yeah, yeah. That was addictive by a lot of people, and it really. My, my wife's a lot still playing AR. that thing. We were out earlier today, and she was like battling at some Pokemon thing. Imagine if you would be able to do that with glasses instead of just looking at it on the phone. Right. I would say that that, I mean, shit, even you might get me hooked to that shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, so, so your, I, your I really... prediction is, like, this This is not necessarily, um, I, I'll give you that other question if it's either VR or AR. For this question, it's, will we devote an entire segment to some new tech this year? Your prediction is yes. Yeah, the, yes. My prediction is yes. Um, my prediction is no we'll see we'll see if they do and i have to be consistent with my prediction that they're not going to release the the goggles or whatever um but uh okay. yeah i'm gonna say no for now okay, okay. um since you since you brought up meta 
A any predictions on meta? Like the, I had, I hadn't had this well, on the list, but I can use my prediction now. Yeah, pain. <laughs> so to translate that, you think meta is going to have a bad year? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't see how the hell they turn this around. I mean, he's double triple down on this shit. Like just the first thing, first data point I just saw right now after the end of the holiday season is, hey, you know, VR sales are down. So, I'll, so and they've been pumping money into this and putting ads on TV and pushing this shit. And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. It's like the whole 3D TVs, man. Right. You know, do you realize that everybody discontinued the, the 3D TVs with goggles? Nobody yep. bought them. Yep. All the 3D broadcasts, boom, gone. Off the TV. Forget it. Nobody cared. And the same shit I'm seeing with this VR shit. Yeah, Nobody I mean, I, I remember when we were talking about 3D, I, I, I said, you know, the only way this will ever actually take off is if you don't have a goggle requirement. If they develop a technology where you just walk into the room and you see the 3D, even then, it's not clear to me that it's an enhanced experience that's better, you know? Um, but anyway, yeah, you're right. The 3D failed. VR so far has failed because fundamentally, like, you know, me wearing VR goggles to have a freaking meeting for work is not an improved <laughs> experience over Zoom or any other regular video conference. In fact, it's worse oh in God. many ways. Let's, let's, oh my God, let's try to do Curmudge's Corner wearing VR goggles. <laughs> God. And, and, you know, I could have an, av an avatar of a giant hamster or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Absolutely. There you go. That sounds great. Okay, so and I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll be uh I'll, I'll I'll you'll be a giant hamster and I'll be uh, a a massive porcupine. There you go. There you go. Um so Perfect. I will I will agree with you that and, at least but, but that VR technology yeah. will not will satisfy me if I'm a massive porcupine. If I come close to you, I better make sure that it that it hurts. Yeah, of course. Okay, so your prediction is from a financial company perspective, Meta is going to have a bad year. Is that yeah, correct? Not having I will agree with that. Let me ask a, a, a more specific question about like Facebook. You know, is Facebook going to have like a Twitter style implosion in 2023? Or you is know, it just gonna... I've seen a lot of people like going using more Facebook now as well as Twitter has been getting sideswiped with stuff. I've seen people that regularly were posting stuff that I followed on Twitter now doing far it more Facebook. actively. Yeah. So you think Facebook so I will actually think the benefit? Facebook, I, don't, I, I think Facebook is benefiting right now from Twitter. Over the course of implosion. 2023, do you think it will continue to benefit? I think, yes. Yeah, I, I think it will continue. I think the problem with Meta isn't Facebook right now or Instagram. I think the problem with, with Meta right now is Meta. Right, right. right. I was just asking about Facebook specifically. Do you think it will? No, be I think that they're, I think that, I think, I think that they, you know, I think their business right now, it, it seems to me anecdotally that their, their business is actually doing better. The Facebook okay. business. Okay. So, um, you know. I, I will say Facebook, Facebook specifically, not Meta, will basically be flat 
in 2023 in terms of usage. I, I think, you know, the most of the young folks are elsewhere. Facebook is now where old people go. And, Ooh, uh, and I, and I think it's, uh, it's yeah, but I think, um, yeah, I, I think level, it's not going to have like an implosion like Twitter's been no. having in, unless Mark starts going crazy. Um, you know, Zuck, yeah, yeah, I should say, well, let's take all the Zuck, research. Right? Let's do like, uh, yeah, let's do like, uh, Elon. He went to the server room and take out the server. Say, hey, let me take, let me take all the good shit out. Let me unplug the good shit out of Facebook. And let me see if I could, you know, or you know what, what Zuck could do is, you know, you said he's double tripling down on the VR stuff. He could say that starting on June 1st, you can only access Facebook through VR and no other way. Well, then screw that. I guess it's done for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't predict that. I think it'll be fine. Okay. Now, last question in the tech segment, and I'm copying the one from the politics segment because, you know, we've been talking about Elon Musk and Twitter like every freaking week almost for the last couple months. No, um, so just like the Trump question, Ugh. in the last five curmudgeons corners before the end of 2023, not counting the prediction show, how many will feature us talking about all Elon Musk or something all Elon Musk is involved in? All, all five? of them. Five out all of five? fucking five. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You think Elon will still be a major asshole. character? Listen, gonna... here's the damn thing, right? Yep. It, 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 if the business does grow that much worse and Twitter go, goes out and we've got a political campaign going where all of a sudden Twitter is not as relevant as it is, there's going to be a lot of noise around this whole damn thing. So I expect uh, – I, I don't expect Elon to go quiet into that good night. Okay. I will say three. And the reason I'll three. say three instead of five is because we will have all that presidential election crap going on. And Elon, thankfully, is not a natural born citizen, so can't run for president. So so I'm hoping he will just be sort of pushed down. Well, in didn't he try to do that him. loophole for uh, for who was it? Oh, the 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 bodybuilder, California governor. Um his name. Oh, Schwarzenegger. It, people talked about like we should re repeal the uh, amendment that covers that just for to let people him, but nothing happened. Nothing happened. Oh, well. Okay. Well. So yeah, Elon Musk cannot run for president of the United States. He could do, he, he could, is, is he a citizen now? Is he a naturalized citizen? I think he is. I think so. So he, he could run for Senate or something. Mm, he could. That would be fun. Oh God! His yeah. his home is officially in Texas, right? So he'd like run against Cruz or somebody. I don't know. Who knows? Look, if you look at the Elon Jet account, I mean, I, I mean, he's, he's all in California more than he's all over the damn place. The guy doesn't stop. Yeah, I mean, and you know, with and as we found out with like Doctor Oz and stuff, where you're actually living doesn't really matter. You can huh. just set up. Well, Doctor Oz lost anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is the end of the technology section. We will be back in just a moment with the hodgepodge section, and that will close out the show. Uh, we will be back after this exciting message. Do, do, do. This podcast 
is sponsored by AlexMzilla.com. Alex Mzilla is great. It's on YouTube. And it has lots of fun videos. Alex Mzilla is awesome and great. I love his videos. And they are obviously better than Curmudgeon's Corner. Well, they're funnier. They're more interesting. And frankly, he seems at least a little smarter than either of the hosts of Curmudgeon's Corner. Honestly, it's ridiculous how endlessly talented and phenomenal Alex Emsola is. That's how great his YouTube channel is. A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A dot com. Yes. Do, do, do! Okay, we are back, and it's time for HodgePodge. And apparently at least one of the themes in HodgePodge is going to be COVID. So, question number one from JR. How many total U.S. COVID deaths by the end of the next show? Uh, and, and he says end of next show, but by by next year, by the end of 2023, that's what we always do. For reference, as of today, and I'm going by world world, I'm going by worldometers.info. The total number of U.S. deaths so far is one million one hundred seventeen thousand nine hundred and fifty six. So, where do we think we'll be by the end of next year? I expect that at most the deaths will be between 100 and 150,000. For the year. Give, for the so year, the, yes. the question is what the total will be at then. So add that to the one. So add, million. right. Yeah, exactly. So what, what, what were you, 100,000? What, what's your? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with 125,000. My, my prediction was going to be very close to that. I'm estimating right now for months now, we've been averaging between we've been averaging between three and 400 deaths a day, which if you multiply that out by 365 days a year, you get, and then add it to the 1.1, 1. 1, you get 124,507, 120, no, 1.1,245,706. 1, um, and so that's very close to your 1.25 million. I'll, I'll say, I'll give it a range there. Um, I'll do a plus or minus 10% on that. So, uh, whatever you can work out of the math, but one million two hundred forty-five thousand seven hundred six plus or minus 10%. That's my prediction for where oh, us oh. will end up at the end of the year. Okay. I'll, I'll take my number plus minus 10% too. And what was your number? Your was 1.2 million it, it is a hundred. I, mean, I, I, I put, I, I basically predicted in the middle was 125,000. Okay. You, our predictions are very close <laughs> to each other. Yeah, they're very close, yeah. Okay, next up. Um, this is from JR again. JR says, I feel like there should be a question of the toll of COVID on China in 2023, but I don't know of any reliable statistics to measure it against. Any ideas? Um, like, we could go with the worldometer numbers here too, but the problem is nobody trusts the numbers coming out of China right now. Right? Right. Nobody trusts them at all. They, they have to be lying. 
I mean, because they're reporting really low numbers, but the anecdotal stuff is everybody is sick and the hospitals are full and blah, blah, blah. But they're still reporting low numbers. And it's like, and then you hear things where, where they're not reporting it as a COVID death if there were any underlying conditions in the person at all, you know, even if COVID was the thing that pushed them over the edge and killed them. So like, I don't know of predicting numbers here either. And like some of, some of the other things we have coming up are like predictions for global COVID deaths and stuff like that. That is all tainted by the fact that we don't believe what's coming out of China right now. Well, because they're reporting like, oh, two people died. And, yeah. and, and the, the, you know, the numbers that they are giving are implausible. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Let me, l- l- let me just look real quick. Uh, China. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they are reporting that so far pandemic wide, they've only had 5,000 deaths so far. Which okay, yeah, fine. They, they 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 had the severe lockdowns for a long time, um, but even recently, like their d- daily death numbers is like nothing. They're reporting nothing. Yeah, you know, no they're lying. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't know. So I, I can we say that it will become clear that. <laughs> through independent folks that China had a very significant issue at, at least the beginning of 2023. I think that's clearly going to be yes, but I don't know that we're going to have trustworthy numbers that we can look at. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we will. So, so we both agree China will have a major COVID issue in 2023. We just don't know how to measure it. Is that right? Right. Yes. Okay. Um, next up. Hello. Computer being slow. Okay. Worldwide, with the caveat of, like, I'm going to say using Worldometer's numbers, which include the mess of China and not having good China numbers that we talked about, will the Worldometer numbers for the total number of COVID deaths worldwide be more or less in 2023 compared to 2022? I think they're going to be more because the China numbers at some point will come out. So you think at some point we will have some numbers from China that... Yeah. You know, yeah. E- even if they yeah, don't report the point. true toll, they'll report they, something. They still will be... Yeah. Yeah. So you think worldwide think they, 2023 be worse to, than... Yeah. We're, 2023... 2023 worse than 2022 worldwide because of the China numbers. Yes. And, uh, and according to worldometer, I'll, uh, this is tough. I'll, I'll say yes, but I, I'm not as confident as you are that there will be officially reported China numbers that we can deal with because like worldometers does not include like, yeah, there there are lots of people doing independent estimates of like, um, you know, the 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 whatever they called it, the unexpected deaths, right? And just right, looking at right. total the, the, death rate right. and, yeah. and how much the, higher the, they right. were than would be expected otherwise. Worldometers doesn't count all that stuff. They only count sort of a officially count reported deaths. Stuff. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I don't know if China will 
I mean, I, the one thing I will say is like, if you look at the China numbers on worldometers, they are showing spikes in daily new cases and in active cases, just not in deaths yet. Um, and so maybe that's coming, but I feel like even the, the cases stuff and everything else is woefully underreported and worldwide, like cases, you can't trust it all anymore because even if people are doing at home tests, they're not doing tests that are like being reported through official authorities and blah, blah, blah. So I figure at least deaths you can tell because typically people will be hospitalized and tested there, et cetera. But I just don't know out of China, but, but I'll go ahead and say, I will also say up and hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully we're both wrong, but, but of right. course I think it, it probably really is going to be up. The only question to me is whether the reporting will actually track that because of not trusting China. Okay. Um, next up, this is from me in the U S do average COVID deaths fall before below historical annual flu death rates. And now I looked this no. up, and I'll say no to, but I just want to throw out this number. I looked up the 10, the 10 flu seasons before COVID hit and the average number there, if you convert it to a daily times. number, like it's a hundred a day. Now, Flu deaths aren't distributed evenly throughout the year or anything, but if you average it out through that whole 10 years, it's approximately 100 a day. Right now, as I mentioned earlier, we're, we've been holding fairly steady between 300 and 400 uh, U.S. deaths a day. And, I, and when I predicted the, the total death number I used, I'm basically assuming we're going to stay at that level because nobody is doing anything to to protect against it all anymore like no everybody's sort of just decided that oh okay 350 people dying every day nationwide eh, we can live with that and no, nobody's right. doing a damn thing to for for protective measures like masks nobody's putting any serious money into improving ventilation in public spaces nobody's doing jack and so i i don't see it getting better than the 350 a day average that we're at. Um, it might get worse. We might have some spikes higher, but I don't think it's getting better than that. And it's not dropping down to the historical 100, 100 a day level from the flu. Right. Okay. Um, which brings us to peak U.S. deaths per day from COVID in 2023. I mentioned sort of my logic around all this. Um, uh, I, I'll say peak at peak seven day average daily deaths. It, 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 like I said, it's usually between three and 400. I'm going to say peak for the year. I will have at least one peak to between 700 and a thousand per day. I say, I, I don't think it necessarily will last very long, but it feels like at least one peak at that level is not unreasonable. Um, I'm looking at, you know, like, you know, back like the excluding the big January peak. I mean, at, at the, 2022, the big peak at the beginning of the year uh, in January was up to almost 3000 a day. And then it went way down, and the highest it's ever been since then is 500. I think at least one peak between 700 and 1,000 sometime during the year 
uh, but uh, not higher, I don't think, in the U.S. What do you think? I, I, I think that's, that, that uh, the thousand number is a good uh, a cap. I think that that's about where the peak uh, uh, would be. So I you, agree. Are you going a thousand plus or minus what? Ten uh, percent. Okay, so nine hundred to eleven hundred. Yeah, yeah. Okay, same oh God, question. I'm dying here. We need to get this done, please. We're almost we're almost at the end. We're almost at the end. Oh God, I'm dying here. Okay. Um the uh same thing for worldwide. Uh the the you know the US has been about 350. The worldwide number has been between 1,000 and 2,000 most of the time recently. I'll say the high point of the year we'll have a we'll have one spike up to 5,000 sometime in the year. And again, the true number may be much higher because of China, but I'm going to say, let's say between four and 5,000 in officially reported numbers. So wait, wait, so say that again. How many, how many are we expecting? I'd say the, the worldwide daily deaths currently is bouncing between 1,000 and 2,000 is the level it's been at recently. Um, and I, 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 my prediction was the highest seven day average of daily deaths worldwide in the officially reported worldometer numbers will be between four and 5,000. Uh, the real number may be much higher because of China, but I'm saying the officially reported numbers will be there. I'll say between three to 4,000. Okay, good. Next up. Uh, this is from JR. Who will be time person of the year for 2023? Ivan Bo. Did it, was I nominated? <laughs> uh, we we could do that. Like anybody can be nominated. So. Okay, well, nominate me. I'm okay. going to be the person of the year. You're you're going to be the time person of the year. I guess they yep. don't actually take nominations. It's not like the the Nobel Prize or whatever. It's no, okay. Well, can you nominate me for a Nobel Prize too? I mean that that one actually has cash. <laughs> I mean, there's actually money in the Nobel Prize. Uh, which one? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yes, my my forte, of course. Uh, uh, how about I will go with because it's because not necessarily. Uh, have to be uh you know positive person just just controversial uh-huh I'll go with the dumbass Elon okay uh they haven't gone with a negative person in many years though they used to do that occasionally but uh but they they have done it it's not unprecedented did they did they do trump yeah whenever they always do like Whoever wins a presidential election is a- almost always person of the year. Well, I mean, isn't that a negative right there? I guess so. I mean, it depends on your <laughs> point of view, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm person of the year. You know, I, I, w- I would have – my natural inclination that comes to mind is Zelensky, but he was time person of the year this year, and he's probably right. not going to do a two for not going to do it twice. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with Elon um. Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't like the Elon idea. I, I, I will not name a specific person. I'm going to say time is going to do one of those really lame things they do, where the winner <laughs> is like, you know, we're all you, winners. Yeah, we're all winners. Or you know, the 
<laughs> the people of the internet. Or well, so it will be me. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, so no specific person, but I'm going to say it's going to be one of those lame collective people of the year kind of things. I don't know which specific one. Okay, moving on. This is from RM. Um, Sounds like Oh, good. God. Oh, God. Uh, who will be the champion the after WrestleMania? Uh, James Madison. James Madison. <laughs> yeah. Do you like okay. my suggestion? Um, you, you agree? Y- yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to know. Okay, good. I don't even okay, know any great. of the characters. I don't know any of the people. I'd, I'd be like, you know, you, you mentioned the guy from I, I, don't, I don't know any uh, of the people. I'm just making up a name. Um, I don't know. Who? No, you mentioned the guy from California. Who's the Minnesota guy? Governor of Minnesota? The former wrestler? Uh, uh, Jesse Ventura. Uh, the body it's going to be Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> there, is, there you go. There's my prediction. Is he? Isn't he dead? I think he might. Now be we dead. have to check. No, he is not dead. He is not dead. He's not dead. Okay, so I killed him. Okay, all right. So okay, so it's a possibility. Okay, yeah, yeah. Better possibility. Uh, just, just even a name I just made up. A better possibility of a name that I just made up out of thin air. Now, now he is seventy-one, so he might not be like in the best so shape. So what? To, doesn't matter. You know, ah, it doesn't matter. It's not. It's kayfabe. I mean, it's not real. Okay. Next up, also from RM, will they release Avatar three next December? I'm going to say no because I just looked this up, and the target release date is not until December 2024. So if it was released in 2023, that would be a major surprise. Okay, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, next up, also from RM, will the last Indiana Jones movie suck? Yes. And I believe, yeah, and it is due out next year. It, it is, I'm just checking the release yeah, date. It is due out. It is supposed to come out in June 2023. I mean, we're going with Rotten Tomatoes, right? I will... Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll go by Rotten Tomatoes. So we don't have to like go, go by our own yes, opinion. Based on the Rotten Tomatoes. So what's the Rotten Tomato rating that it has to be? Like below what? You're you're saying it's gonna suck. It, well, rotten tomato rating rotten. below what? Okay. But they say it's rotten. Didn't they give a percentage? Don't they give a percentage? They do give a percentage, they also say that that percentage is rotten. Okay, fine. I will agree. I, like, there's no way they can make this thing good, right? They're, no, they're just like no, trying to squeeze more out of the. I mean, they, the last one was bad enough as it was. Yeah. I mean, if Harrison Ford's out there. I mean, Harrison Ford is not Tom Cruise. He looks so old. Oh, they're they're doing the digital de aging stuff on it. Oh God, Jesus Christ! For parts of it, they've got like parts of it where he's old, and parts of it where he's young, and parts of it where he's in between. But right, but and, we're trotting out a freaking seventy-plus-year-old Harrison Ford who is not young at all. I mean, this is so bad that we're recycling these. Anyway, all right, it's gonna suck. Okay. Let's move on. Next, <laughs> excuse me. Okay. <clears throat> 
Ah, and we are really at the end or near the end. Most of these are silly questions from here on out. Um, from RM, will either one of us receive a fax? No, I will not receive a fax. I, I can't. My fax number doesn't work anymore, so I'm going to go with no. Okay, next up uh, from RM as well. Will either one of us send a fax? I'm going to say no. I'm going to... Fuck. Man, I'm going to say no, but I, I this... Shit. <laughs> and, and, uh, I hope and I don't clear, have to. Okay. Our predictions are not for ourselves. Will I send a fax? It's will either one of us send a fax? And we're saying no to both of these. No, no. Yeah. Okay, next from JR. Richest person at the end of 2023. The bad guy. The, the Rene Arnault guy. The guy oh, the, who is richest right now. Yeah, who it, it, he does like fashion bags or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you're saying he's going to stick uh, to that number one. L- the LVMH guy, yeah. Who, who, yeah. who besides Elon, who's just going to go down? Who's who's next at this point? Uh, Bernard Arnault. Okay, Rene Bernard, whatever French guy. Yeah, who's next after him? <laughs> who's is that next? Um, let me see. Uh, I'll look. Hold on. Uh. <sighs> Okay, let's see. Uh, Forbes, billionaires list, top 100. Um, number two right now, still on the list, is Elon right now, even though he's way down. Is Elon. Um, who's after that? Um, Gautam Adani. Uh, Gautam Adani. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's ports um, and stuff in various Indian endeavors. Yeah. Um, He's probably already, Elon is already probably below him. So then next is Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos. I'm going to say that then, oh, some guy, Bill Gates, and then some guy I've heard of called Larry Ellison. I don't know mm -hmm. who this guy is. Uh, Um, Since you're you're going with the current number one, Bernard, whatever, um, I will go with the, uh, the, the, the next guy, the Gautam Adani guy. Let's say he does really well and he catches up. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next right. up. Sounds good. I was going to go, you know, the other, okay, next up. Yep. Who else? Yeah. No. What else? What were you going to say? I was going to say there's some guy at the number five over here who I think has a good shot of overtaking him. Is a guy. He's kind of bald. Um, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's number five on the list and bald. I'm not sure what he does. Yeah, I think it says something with like football on TV or something. I don't know. Something, something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next anyway. up, this is a tennis one, so I'm going to skip this one. But you, you do tennis. So, uh, okay, Jr. asks, "Will Nadal win another Grand Slam?" I'm going with yes. Okay. That's, see, I don't that's even, what's easily verifiable. I, I, I the only Grand Slam I know is at Denny's. So you know. Oh God, Jesus Christ. Okay, next tournaments like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, next up from Bruce, will Sam take down his Christmas tree this year? No, I will. The answer is no. And the thing is, this question presupposes, like, this implies that the reason the Christmas tree doesn't come down is because we just procrastinate and don't do it. No, it's not that. It's that it's stupid to take something down if you're just going to put it back up 11 months later. Just leave the thing up. 
Okay, sure. Like, it's just stupid. It's a okay. waste of energy. All right. All right, we don't need the explanation. Let's move on. Okay, so the answer is no. Okay, Bruce wants to know the best picture Oscar winner for 2022. So this is movies that came out in 2022. Jesus the Oscars will be like in January or something, or February. Top I Gun. I'll go with Top Gun, Maverick. There. Uh, it's about the only movie from this year I saw. Well, I saw a couple of others, but none other I can remember. I'll go with Top Gun, Maverick. That's it. There. Okay, uh, let me see. I'm looking up. The best picture nominees of 2022, like, okay, they ranked by tomato meter. So these are contenders. They haven't, I don't think they've actually released the list yet because 2022 is not over yet. Right, right, right. Yeah. But apparently contenders ranked by tomo- tomato meter at, at Rotten Tomatoes, Drive My Car, Coda, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Belfast, and Dune. And I guess there are more after that. Those were the top eight. I, those um, sound older than 2022. Nope, nope. Didn't these are all Coda come out in 2021? Well, no. Oh, wait, wait, no. Okay. These, oh, these are, these are the nominees of 2022. Okay, so yeah, those are 2021 movies. You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. exactly. Oscar, no, okay, wait, not, Oscar contenders, yeah. you can... Well, let's, let's pick a different one, a different list. This is from BuzzFeed, 50 films from 2022 that could win an Oscar. I'm not going to look at 50 films. Uh, 50 after films? Star, all the All that breathes... All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, pick one, pick one. Armageddon pick one. Time, pick, The Bad pick, Guys. I already picked one. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. The The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Okay. Because right, there's right. no way. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Because there's no freaking way. I, 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 right. You know, this is not the right topic <laughs> for us. Okay. Um, also from Bruce, number of hurricanes that hit the U.S., so not tropical storms, actual four. hurricanes make landfall in the U.S. Four. Um, four. Four. How many were there this year? I don't know. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll stay I near you. I'll go five. Those. I'll go five. Five. Okay, good. All right. Great. Um, Next. Oh, b- back, back to COVID for a second. Bruce asks, uh, what will be the seven-day moving average COVID death rate in the U.S. and globe at the end of 2023? I'm going to go with roughly what I said before. I'm going to say for the U.S., I'm going to say it's going to be between three and 400 a day. Um, and for worldwide, I'm going to say it's between 1,000 and 2,000 a day. I'm going to agree with your numbers right now. Okay. Just we got three, copy more and your numbers. three more and we're done, Yvonne. Okay. Mm. From me, notable deaths in 2023. Fidel Castro. Very good. You predict he will die in 2023. No, Correct. Not that he will still be dead, but you will predict that he will die again. Yeah, he'll die again. Okay. Um, you know, the, the the ones that I used for a few years both actually died. Uh uh, so like I can't use um I can't use the Queen Elizabeth. I can't use oh, um Betty White. Um so but one has continued to last, and so I will reuse him again, and that's Jimmy Carter. Okay, so I will change my vote, and I yeah. will 
play both sides of this vote. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say Donald Trump. I, I know that I already said like earlier, you know, like he would be candidate, whatever. So this is me betting, taking both sides of the bet right now. Okay. Next up, um, will 2023 be the warmest year ever reported? Yes. I will say yes as well. Even when it's not number one, it's been like in the top five every year for like a decade. Uh, right. But it's it's often been number one. So I'm going to say, yeah, it's going to be the warmest year. There was year. a big volcano that blew up recently. So I don't know. We may be. Uh, and, I mean, and then, you know, my, I'm going to go yeah. with. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with no. Okay, it's not oh, going to no. be the hottest. No. Will it still be in the top five? Yes. Okay. But not hottest. Okay, I'm I'm predicting it will be the hottest. Okay, and then uh, related, um, will 2023 see a new record low for sea ice extent? And I'm talking, for, th- for purposes of this, global sea ice, so including both the North and South Hemispheres. Uh, and it doesn't have to be below trend all year long, but at any point in the year, will it be uh, a new all-time low percentage? Uh, yes. Number of square miles or whatever. It's yes. going to be it's going to be down. Yes. Okay, I will say yes as well. And that has come to the end of our show. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, oh, I'm so tired. Sorry. Yeah, because Ivan is is a full time zone further east than he oh usually my is. God, it's like and also in he, inten- he intended to start an hour earlier to compensate for that, but then we failed to do that. Uh, so this is the end. So. Uh, Go to curmudgeons-corner.com. You will find our contact information. Twitter is gone. It is no longer listed on our website. Mastodon is there instead. Uh, And you will also find uh, Facebook and email and all that. And if you really like the show and want to give us money, you will find a link to our Patreon uh, where you can, you know, give us a little monthly help. And we would really appreciate that if you do. And um, yeah. Um, And if you... Donate at, at various levels. We'll give you postcards, mugs, all that kind of stuff. But at $2 a month or more on the Patreon, or if you just contact us in any of those other ways and ask nicely, we'll invite you to our, our curmudgeons course Slack, where Yvonne and I and some of our listeners are talking throughout the week. And because of how long the show is, we are not going to do a highlight of what has been recently been on the curmudgeons oh, course Slack. God. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and so... With that, then, uh, we're going to sign off. Remember, next week, next week, we will be reviewing our predictions that we made for 2022 and see how we did. And then we'll resume regular shows after that. That's, of course, assuming no major world-shaking news event that disrupts that like it did, you know, when we had the January 6th happen. But the January, like it did when we had the January 6th thing happen. Um, anyway, so that's the end. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our predictions and thank you for all of the people who contributed questions for us to answer. It was great having questions that didn't just come from me and Yvonne. So thanks everybody. Uh, goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.